Hey, <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Ah, whatever. Fuck it. I'm gonna keep it in. Uh, it is time for uh, San Diego Comic Con 2016. This is our coverage. We were not there, but you know what? We have internet. We can look and see what's going on. It's not that hard. And we can talk about it and give our thoughts. We're going to be talking about everything from San Diego Comic-Con. All the news, all the trailers, all the announcements. It's just going to be a damn good time. We're going to have a lot of fun. Can't wait to do it. Can't wait to dive into this. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> all right. We're going to be joined by a special guest as well, I'm hoping. And, uh, yeah, let's get this bitch on the road. That's what my uh, grandmother used to always say when we go out for little strolls. She'd say, let's get this bitch on the road. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to get this little bitch on the road and uh, dive into San Diego Comic-Con 2016. Let's do it. Episode 148, Part 2. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Gonna toss it, gonna take it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, four, three, two, one. All right. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jason. I'm Jake. And we're We're the the leftovers. Leftovers. Stop. Hammer time. All right. We have Mr. Frank Hammer joining us. (laughs) That is your bumper, sir. (laughs) Hello? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Sean, you're not going to be able to hear any of the bumpers this episode, so don't feel bad. But we Uh, have. Okay, because you play the bumpers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's why it got all quiet. (laughs) You talked over the bumper. You're like, hello? Oh. Hello, is it Sean you're looking for? <laughs> All right, yeah, we do have a special guest with us, Sean from the League of Geeks podcast, dude. Uh, it's been a long time. Welcome back. It has been a long time, man. I'm very happy to be back. I love you guys, man. I still listen to you guys every week, like from the beginning. So, you know, I'm still a fan. Even though I got my own show, I still, I'm still a fan. And, you know, I, I love you guys, man. I think you guys do a hell of a job. So. Dude, no, thank you so much. And, like, it's awesome that Sean's on this week. Uh, uh, I know that, uh, Steve, is Steve in Arizona right now? No, uh, I, you know, I don't know. Steve might be home. He might be home, actually. I know a little left me. Well, fuck so. Steve then. Why isn't he on this week? He's just ditching you know, out. I don't, I didn't know if he wanted to, like, I wasn't sure, cause, you know, I don't want to, you know, just yeah. say, hey, Steve, tell Brian or something like, so I'm like, uh, you know, I'm going on, Steve, you know, I got this for the, you know, the league this week. We'll see, you know, what, what happens, but. Yeah. Steve was very anxious. <laughs> he, he really wants to 
get get his voice out on this one, but yeah. we got to wait till next week, man. So Lil comes back from the Bahamas, right? I know. Huh. I t- I texted Lil yesterday morning, and Lil's like, we talked for a little bit, and then he's like, dude, I got to get on this cruise ship, and I'm just thinking to myself, fuck you, Lil, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking hot buttered son of a bitch. Yeah, have a good time, you son of a bitch. God damn it. Yeah, but he's uh he's on a he's in the, on a cruise to the Bahamas. No, good for him though, man. He works fucking hard. He needs it. Yeah, man, definitely. So, but yeah, I'm ready to talk San Diego Comic Con shit. I'm very excited. Uh, you know, I don't know if everybody's going to share my excitement, <laughs> but no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know one guy. Once we get to DC news, there's going to be you and Jay. <laughs> you and Jay are going to be gushing. <laughs> Honestly, I swear, I, I, if I don't hear like uh, both of you like pitch a tent at the same time. <laughs> What does that sound like? It's, oh man, I mean, mutual it, podcast. It sounds. Wow. It sounds like Voltron forming into. <laughs> it sounds like five lines forming into Voltron, which you would know nothing yeah. about. Again, Jay asked, "What does that sound exactly, like?" Because you've only watched the one episode. Uh, but oh, you only watch. Wait, you only watch one episode of Voltron? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah so oh far. Jay, come on, guys, you got to get into that. I hear about it every week. <laughs> Jay, don't watch it. <laughs> yes. oh, Except for Jake. We are not going to be reading any iTunes reviews this week. That's going to go next week. Uh, we're not going to be talking about any emails that we got this week for San Diego Comic-Con or anything. Uh, we're also, uh, next week I'm going to be thanking our Patria, Patreon patrons uh, for all their donations. So I will be bringing, up, bringing you up name by name. I also wanted to let our, know, uh, let our patrons know uh, that uh, you'll be getting emails probably first or second week of August for your rewards and letting you know what's going on with that. So, nice. Uh, I did want to talk about, I, I mentioned uh, last week, or a week, uh, maybe the week before, about uh, Sci-Fi having their show, uh, Sci-Fi Presents, live from Comic-Con, hosted mm-hmm. by Will Arnett. I watched the first episode. This show sucks. Oh, <laughs> it's disappointing. What's the show called? It's called uh, Sci-Fi Presents Live from Comic-Con. Oh, okay. It's just a one, one episode thing. No, it was all over all of the... It was an hour program uh-huh. for each day of Comic-Con. Ah. And it's hosted by Will Arnett. And basically it has – it has it's supposed to have everything to do with Comic-Con, but it has nothing to do with Comic-Con. Oh, this show is basically Will Arnett bringing on a bunch of B-list, Z-list celebrities talking about, uh, I, I guess, their experience at Comic-Con and uh, Will Arnett probably not understanding cosplay. Um, <laughs> it also was like he brought on uh, Fez from th- uh, that 70s show. He brought on what's his name? Scott uh, Bale. <laughs> Did you just say Scott Bayo? He said Zealous Celebrity, so. And the first thing out of your mouth was Scott Bayo. Yeah, Frank, it's, it's Comic Con, not the Republican convention. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. I got those confused. Sorry. No, it's, it's, a, it's a really bad show. I mean, like, they, they brought on, uh, the girl that plays the lead in iZombie, and she admitted that she has probably not watched part, hardly any of Game of Thrones. And oh, it, wow. it's just really wow. weird. So like, no news at all. No news. Oh, man. At all. Not like, a single trailer. Nothing. No trailers. Nothing. Jeez. It was absolutely horrible. Like, yeah. this is not like when G4 covered it, you know? Yeah, yeah. This was horrible. Absolutely horrible. So. It would have been nice if he drove around in a Segway like Job during the convention. That would have been good. That would have been awesome. 
Yes. You guys need to get the, on the IGN app that I have for my Apple TV. They have um, live coverage the entire event. That's been really cool. Yeah. Um, uh, Comic Con actually has like their own uh, live feed. It's like uh, Comic Con HQ or yeah. something or what it's called. I don't know if it's like a pay service or whatever, but I didn't check any of it out. I felt like I'll just go to like the main media outlets and check out my uh, you know trailers. And yeah. All that stuff. Agreed. So, yeah. Uh, guys, we will be rating certain things throughout this show. If this is your first time listening, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. Sean, you won't be able to hear this, so don't say hello. <laughs> <laughs> the rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right, we're going to go over uh, some of the San Diego Comic-Con news. I'm going to break it down into regular news, Marvel news, and DC news. I don't have any Star Wars news this week. I mean, most of that came out at uh, Star Wars Celebration uh, London. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went over a lot of that last week. But let's talk about some of the news that came out this week. Guys, we got a Star Trek Discovery teaser trailer. Yes. Uh, it's revealed that we, we're going to get 13 episodes on this first season from CBS All Access. I wasn't blown away by the trailer, and I thought the special effects looked like shit. I agree with I you. I also, I tossed the trailer. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> I agree, too. Yep. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a unanimous shit bucket. <laughs> Starting off good here. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a teaser trailer. Uh, all we really learned was the actual title for the for the program. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, Jake, what else do you know about the... Discovery is also the name of the ship that's feature, featured in the show. Yeah. It is the Discovery. It's also the name of a channel, yeah. <laughs> which this show will not be airing on. Little known fact. Just super fucked up. Right. Um, we learned that this will take place in the Prime Universe, the same universe that Next Gen and Deep Space Nine took place in. We just don't know the time frame, like when. Right, right. So I'm still excited. I'm excited, too. I, I just want, I want to know, like, instead of, like, giving me, like, this bullshit fucking teaser trailer... <laughs> With uh, not, uh, special effects from 2002. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know a little bit about the cast. Agreed. The aliens. Yeah. Uh, you know, the diversity of the cast. Let me know a little bit more about that. Like, yeah. who's going to be working together on this fucking ship and going on this voyage? Instead of just showing me horrible special effects. <laughs> yeah, they showed us nothing, nothing. So, ugh. Wow. It did look so old. The, yeah. the computer-generated starship, it yeah. looked like total garbage. I was like, am I watching uh, the uh, Def Leppard video for Let's Get Right? <laughs> <laughs> Which at the time was revolutionary. Oh, I love those special effects. <laughs> yeah, back in 92, it was amazing. <laughs> but Jesus Christ. Okay. Alright, guys, let's move on. Sean, did you watch The Walking Dead Season 7 trailer yes i did holy fucking shit all right the first minute whatever they're just showing us flashbacks but man once they jumped into season seven and we got fucking uh king ezekiel saying i am king ezekiel and they show us a cgi tiger that looks like it's straight out of fucking gladiator (laughs) from wrestle crow yeah and the fucking special effects are on point dude Dude, what did honestly? What did you think, Sean? I know you're Phil. You're still you love the series and you're still reading the comics, man. What did you think? Oh man, I love seeing you know Ezekiel like with the tiger. Kind of, I was I was waiting for it because I knew it was coming. 
but just to see it, it, it looks it looks like a really this. The problem is, is if they kill off a certain character, I think that this show may still lose some fans because if they include if they kill off a major character, which we all think probably was, would be Daryl, or if Glenn, I can see him going, but if Daryl, if they kill off Daryl, man, I think it's it's going to be a real ball dropper for uh, for The Walking Dead, but. Overall, I think you know it looks great. I, I, I give it me if I had to rate it. You know y'all's y'all's rating. I give it a Tupperware. I, I enjoy the Walking Dead trailers. I think they're really good, and they they make me excited to see uh, what's going to happen for the next season. At number one, I'm going to point out it's 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 almost like you give our rating system like it's dirty saying Tupperware. <laughs> I know. I, I noticed that too. If I use y'all's yeah, rating if system. I, if, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, like, like you feel like you're like cheating on your significant other. You know what I mean? That's, it's, it's funny because it's so weird because, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's sometimes the same. Our rating system and y'all's the same. So it's like kind of like, damn, like, you know, I, I, I love y'all's rating system. So yeah. that's why yeah. I didn't want to say it like We know you love it. Yeah. That's why they're the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I guess if I now. have to fall back on your old bullshit rating system, I'll give it a, what do you guys call it, a Tupperware, but, uh, no. <laughs> I, honestly, I, I don't, I don't see the show having, I don't see the show having, I, I see Kirkman having the balls to kill off Daryl Dixon, but I don't see, I don't see the showrunners having the balls, uh, to kill off Daryl Dixon. Norman uh, Reedus is AMC's boy right now. Yeah. Uh, AMC is so in bed with Daryl Dixon. Um, I think that it's going to be another. Ca- I do think it'll be a major character. I think they made a big deal of this trailer showing the love affair between uh, uh, Glenn and Maggie. Yeah, you saw a lot yeah. of that in this trailer, and I think that's kind of building up to maybe Glenn, you know, l- meeting the same demise that he did in the comics. Spoilers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you think? Do you, Brian, do you think that they will be? Do you think that it'll be graphic as it is in the comic? <sighs> I I think with what we saw last season, I think that they won't shy away from it. I, I think the show is at that level, and I think it'll hit that emotional beat if they do show it as graphic as it was in the comic. Um, Man, that'd be hard to watch. The show. Yeah. The show has. The show has. We saw our first child death last season. I mean, we saw um, an old girl's kid get fucking eaten alive last season. Yeah. So that's the first time they've done that, you know? So I think there's nothing that they won't do at this point, except for maybe baby Judith, though. I mean, she's still alive. Mm -hmm. Um, That hasn't happened yet. Um, That's the only thing that I think they've kind of, like, shied away from. Yeah. She's long since dead in the comic, right? Oh, yeah. She died at the prison there. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I thought the CGI for uh, the tiger looked fantastic. I thought the trailer, uh, once re- they really got into, like, what's happening in Season 7, looked amazing. Yeah. And I cannot wait for Season 7. I, I absolutely love the direction that Scott Gimple's taking the show in. I, I agree with you, man. This uh, I think this proves how much that uh, Season 2 successfully set up what's going to happen in this. I know there was some filler in, se- in the last season, but I think that ultimately the way it ended is is going to be gratifying mm-hmm. as fuck. I mean, just seeing Negan 
counting down and they're doing these flashback scenes yeah. of all these characters that he's counting down and pointing at mm-hmm. and then he's just fucking pummeling somebody during the rest of that. I, I think it's awesome. I, I think they left us with a lot of good stuff for he's this like, season. He's like the evil count from Sesame Street. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One, yeah. two, uh, three, uh, uh, four. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo, I kill you with the seal. <laughs> 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 I cannot wait. I can't wait to see who he fucking kills. That's yes. fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I can't either. And it's something that's like everyone's like was pissed about. But I'm I'm happy that we're getting yeah. this. I'm happy for the slow burn. Yes. And the build of this. And also, it looks like it's setting up um, the Alexandrias without their leadership. Yeah. So that'll be interesting to see where those characters end up. And Morgan oh, yeah. and Carol, of course, are on their own. Right. So that'll that I think it sets up a lot of good stories without the core members. Of course, we're going to get them. But we don't see a lot of that in this trailer. They need to fix. They need to fix Morgan. They need to fix Carol in season seven. They do. They do, and they they were a focal point in the teaser. So maybe yeah. maybe they will. I mean, this is like Carol in season, like the first half of season fucking six was dope as fuck. Awesome. Yeah. When she goes all Assassin's Creed and starts fucking killing like you know people all over the place. Yeah. But like after that, when she's like. I don't know. It just didn't feel like Carol. No. And she this, got all weepy. In this world, her motivations don't make sense, and Morgan's motivations don't make sense. Yeah. I can at least understand his. I don't understand hers from where she's been to where she's at now. Right. Yeah, exactly. And they they, they build it up to this point, and now all of a sudden they have this moral problem with it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's about survival. If you do not do that, though, if she did not kill those guys on the road, they would have fucking killed her. Right. Yeah. No problem. Mm-hmm. Or taken her and killed everyone else in her town and found out where they were. So it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I loved and hated Morgan last. Like, like the, yes. that one episode they have of his, but then, like, the rest was like, oh, I hate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. Like, the whole Eastman episode, I loved yeah. it, man. Great. I loved it. I thought it was great. But, like, the rest of the whole uh, – rest of his character arc throughout the season, I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's cool to show his moral compass – but then it makes more sense when he has to kill somebody, how much right. it affects him. But right. you still have to, I think, you know. All right, guys, let's move on from Walking Dead. I mean, we gotta, we gotta move, man. We gotta fucking move. Hustle. We gotta <laughs> hustle through fucking, uh, the San Diego Comic Con bullshit, man. We got a ton of it. Let's talk about Neil Blomkamp's Aliens film. Uh, not even sure if this thing is still coming out. Uh, but Ridley Scott's sequel, t- uh, to Prometheus, Alien Covenant, comes out August. Fourth of 2017, they wrapped filming on this. Okay, uh, but who knows about uh, Blomkamp's film? Uh, it was if it was up to Sigourney Weaver, they would have already filmed this. She wants to come back. If the movie does come out, it will take place right after Aliens and basically wipe out the history of Alien Three and Alien Resurrection. Did you fucking hear me? Yeah, they're yeah. wiping out continuity. Yeah, yuck. This is confirmed. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's kind of fucked up, right? Yeah. Okay. So David Fincher's movie, gone. Alien Resurrection, gone. Wipes out the continuity. Um, this is not the first time something like this has ever been done, though. Superman Returns, if you guys remember, mm-hmm. wiped out the continuity pretty much with Superman 3 and Superman 4. Right. Yeah. Right. Introducing the element of the, uh, the super kid and, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh Parts of the relationship between Clark and Lois. Yeah. So it's been kind of done before, but did it work there? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. 
Okay, but let's talk about this. This movie would take Ripley back. This is confirmed. This movie would take Ripley back to Earth with Newt still alive and Michael Bean's character of Hicks still alive. Sigourney Weaver talked about her future in the franchise on the panel for Alien's 30th anniversary. She said, There is an incredible script by Neil. I don't want to do a fifth one. I thought going to Earth wouldn't be fun. I got this script that was amazing and gives fans everything they're looking for and innovates in ways that became part of the world for me. He has things to do and I have things to do. And I hope that we'll circle back to it, back to do it once those things are done. Then James Cameron, who directed the second film in the franchise, Aliens, he went on to talk about James, uh, to talk about Neil Blomkamp and he's, he quoted that his script is a very strong script, script. Uh, Elmo's writing it. Well, hey, what did, what did fucking Alil? What did fucking Alil fuck up when he was talking? When he when he said he said something like squipped. What was oh that? Oh my god, he me- he messed up for like a whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> what was that shit? What, what did he fucking uh, keep saying? He said something like wasky wabbit, wabbits, or what? I can't remember. <laughs> man. I can't remember. A little fucks up all the time though. So you know. <laughs> wow, great great sell for your podcasting partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Blomkamp, uh, he called it a very, uh, no, uh, James Cameron said it's a very, some, very strong script. <laughs> and he said it works gangbusters. He, here's another quote from James Cameron about the, the script. He says, I thought it was dumb. Oh, no, here's James Cameron talking about, uh, basically Alien 3 mm-hmm. and the direction that it was taken after he finished Aliens. Uh-huh. He says, I thought it was dumb that Hicks and Newt were killed off. I thought it was a huge slap in the face to the fans. I mean, look, David Fincher's a friend of mine, and David is an amazing, amazing filmmaker, unquestionably. That was kind of his first big gig, and he was getting vectored around by the studio, and he dropped into the production late, and they had a horrible script, and they were rewriting it on the fly, and it was just a mess. I think it was a big mistake. So I certainly had producer Gail Ann Hurd and I been involved we would not have done that because we felt we earned something with the audience with those characters. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. I would agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. One of the biggest problems for me when I started Alien 3 was when Ripley basically finds out the demise of Newt and Hicks. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, so why did you, why did, why did they feel 20th Century Fox feel not necessary to bring, you know, these actors back? Yeah. It's kind of one of the things I like about the Alien series though, where Sigourney Weaver is kind of the only constant and every movie kind of is a little bit of a different genre and a different group of people besides the constant of Sigourney Weaver. It's kind of, I'm, I'm actually a fan of both Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. So I, I thought, I thought Alien Three was a step back, in my opinion. I, I, thought, I agree that Alien Three is not as good as Aliens, but I mean, Aliens is probably one of my fucking like fifty favorite movies of all time. But I, I do like it how it, even Aliens is so very different than the first Ridley Scott film. Well, okay, number one, you've got okay, Alien is a horror film. Yeah, Aliens, in my opinion, is an action film. Agreed. Okay, and so I, I, I just felt like it was just. Uh, I just felt like okay, it's a it's a new movie, and for some reason they just felt like okay, it's time to wipe out the character of Newt and Hicks, and I wanted to see where that story went, yeah. and I, I felt 
I felt let down. I when I when I remember watching the movie back in '92, and I remember watching it on a vacation with my parents on like we watched it like on demand or something and mm-hmm. shit. It was '92 or '93 when I watched it, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh my god, Hicks and Newt are dead." Yeah, that sucks. And that's how they start. I remember that. Like that's how I felt as a child watching this movie. That sucks. Yeah. I miss those characters. And that that's fine. And I I agree with you. I like that it would take a different route, but not right after Aliens. You know what I mean? I feel like they set up so much with Newt and Hicks to be such major players that it's like, why can't we see their story continue rather than just being dropped dead? Yeah, it feels like the only constant characters are, like you said, Ripley, and then maybe if an android survives, oh, I can reactivate an android. But Mm -hmm. like every other human besides Ripley dies. And I felt like it would have been cool to see, like, you know, like Newt come back and Michael Bean come back as Hicks. I mean, Sean, what are you thinking, dude? No, I, I agree. I got, like, I didn't, you know, it's funny. I thought Hicks actually kind of died anyway. So I was like, eh, I wasn't really worried. But I wanted to see an older Newt, though, as, you know, when she came out of that, that, you know, that hibernation thing. I was like, oh, man, I would like to see an older one. But that wasn't the case. I, I only like one and two. Like, I only like Aliens and Aliens. I don't really like any of the other ones. So, you know, I, I'm, I hope it go, I hope that Neil Bonkland thing goes forward. But if I was really excited for it, I whoa, whoa, whoa! You didn't like Sigourney Weaver playing basketball against Hellboy? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest fan of Alien Resurrection. I never watched it. I didn't hate it. Yeah, but I didn't love it. It had moments that I thought were pretty cool. Same with same with even the third one. I thought it had moments that were cool. Yeah. yeah. But overall, yeah, it just uh, it didn't add to the alien mythos for me at all, and, and I felt cheated. You it know? was no, it was just weird. Like okay, for me, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just thinking like as I was, I, I maybe need to watch it again. But I remember as a kid, it's thinking like okay, the first movie, it's a horror film, and you don't really understand what you're fighting. Yeah. You don't really understand what it is, okay? The second movie it's like, oh shit, we have the ammo. We have the ammo. We can fucking, we can fuck this alien up now. Right. Mm -hmm. We've Mm -hmm. got guys in the military. We've got Bill Paxson being a huge puss. (laughs) (laughs) We're all gonna fucking die, man! (laughs) Very quotable, though. (laughs) We're all dead! Game over! Game over! Game over! (laughs) But like, the but in the third movie, it's like it's like we take another step back. And like nobody's got any ammunition. She's on a prison on Mars and all this stuff. Yeah, it's like and the jail movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched that one once. I never even watched Resurrection, so I'm happy that they're fucking scrapping. You should watch out. Resurrection, Frank. It's a Josh Whedon screenplay. Really? And as a fan of um, his earlier stuff, you can really smell it in there. All right, yeah, I check it out. You know, whenever I get time. It's a, it's a, honestly, it's a taste it for me, Resurrection, I guess. I mean, I maybe low taste it if I watched it again, but like yeah. when I watched it, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. So. Yeah, Resurrection, I, I think the third one is the weakest one to me, but even it is still a taste it, and I, Resurrection's a high taste it for me. Mm-hmm. I really like it a lot. Yeah, I just felt like the series kind of like went down from... It was know, missing it, something, you yeah. know? Aliens is such a fucking great movie, though. It's like yeah. one of those things. It's like, uh, that's, that's a tough, a tough act to follow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just I feel like even as a kid watching it, I felt like the franchise went in the wrong direction, killing off Newt and Hicks. Yeah. I, I just I felt a connection with those characters, 
and just to kill him off the way that they did, just like, oh, okay, I guess, like, what was it? Like, their pod wasn't secure? Yes, correct. Like, those pods are just so, like, faulty. You know what I mean? It's like, everybody's pod, except Ripley just seems to pick the right pod. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And and they go through this absolute hell to get to that point and just, boom, dead. Right, right. Ah. But the cat, that one cat. The cat's fine. Cat's fine. <laughs> <laughs> there's never been well, they a do cat, have nine lives. There's never been a cat alien. It was a, and, then, and then they do a dog alien instead of a cat alien. <laughs> the fuck? I tell you oh. what I fucking hate is those AVP movies. Those are fucking hot garbage. Those are hot garbage. Honestly, yeah. I'll be honest with you, uh, Guilty Pleasure, kind of like the first one. Do you oh, really? Kind of like the first one. You brought back... So did I. Yeah! <laughs> uh, there's such a bait and switch with that movie. Like in the trailer, how they showed you like this huge war going on between the aliens and the predators and then it's all just an exposition three minute fucking scene in the movie I was so fucking mad Yeah, yeah. I was like that's the fucking bait and switch bullshit fuck you AVP <laughs> haven't even seen AVP 2 fool me once you know was that the one where they like drop get dropped in none of them know why the fuck they're there no that's a predator no, that's, that's the last predator yeah. movie oh, they had okay. the fucking romance between the fucking predator and the fucking girl oh dear lord oh god <laughs> AVP uh, yeah but if I watch if I watch Alien Resurrection again with the half alien half <laughs> human hybrid getting sucked out of the fucking vacuum of space. Oh, I love the albino alien. Oh, my God. That thing makes me want to fucking vomit every time that thing gets sucked out into space. And Ripley's, like, all, like, like petting it. Petting it. <laughs> it's like her kid and shit. I'm just like, uh, God, please, let that thing die. Like, I, honestly th- I honestly think, like, when that fucking thing died, Ripley had a sigh of relief. Like, she was like, thank God my fucking... Uh, that fucking weird ass kid of mine is dead. It probably <laughs> smelled terrible too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, we've gone on long enough yeah. about aliens. Alien. Let's, let's right. keep it moving. Did anybody else watch the new Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them trailer? I did, yeah. It's directed by David Yates, uh, who did a lot. Didn't he, didn't he do most of the Harry Potter Starting movies? with five, he did five. all the rest. Okay, David Yates. Uh, it's also got uh, Academy Award winner. Eddie Redmayne is Newt Scamander, the lead. Jake, I'm going to let you take this over. Yeah, I'm pulling up my notes right now. Yep, well, this trailer came out yesterday. It was one of the Saturday panels for yeah. the, the Harry Potter panel. Uh, yeah, this um, trailer opens up with we see Colin Farrell for the first time in the movies. Um, he's playing a character called Percival Graves. I mean, he's playing an horror, something that we've heard a lot in the Harry Potter universe, but we've never actually seen a character portray. Um, we see him. He's listening to someone describe a creature uh, we can't ever see, we don't ever see the creature, but we see it make cracks on the wall and it burrows underground. Um, during all this, we get a really great look at how well this movie is going to capture the 1920s New York with the costume design and the sets and everything. They just, is this actually filmed in New York? Yes, I believe so. Thank God, because Ghostbusters was filmed in Boston. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yes, yeah. yes, uh, Sean, between uh, Ghostbusters, the 2016 movie, it was filmed 90% in Boston. The rest was filmed in Los Angeles. Yeah. The only other things that were filmed were uh, basically like stock footage of New York. Ugh. Yeah, and that's a real shame because the original two are such a love letter to New York. Yeah. Like that's one of the big parts. It's almost a character in those first two yeah. movies. Just another reason to hate Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Now i got to change my rating. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but then we see we see Eddie Redmayne um, playing Newt Scamander, Scamander appearing, looking at New York. Scamander. 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 Is that Jesus what it is? Jesus Christ. We see Jake playing Mr. Tongue Twister. <laughs> <laughs> it happen, happens to the best of us. <laughs> we see here. We see him looking at New York from an arriving boat. Um, we hear Ezra Miller doing some voiceover for the first time here. Oh, wow. Um, he, he says, uh, strange things are going on all over the city, and the people behind this are not like you and me. There's a hidden society that goes back centuries, he claims. Um, Ezra is playing a character named Credence, who is the, he's the son of an extremist that wants all the wizards and witches killed off. Hmm. And so we don't know if Ezra's character is in the same line of thinking as his father, but we know that his father will be kind of one of the antagonists of the movie. Because he's just basically... So is he kind of like our uh, Draco Malfoy of the series? A little bit, except I don't think... Unlike Draco, I don't think he's ever completely under the spell of what his father is selling. Okay. I think he's kind of a little bit like willing to give a wizard and a witch the benefit of the doubt. Right. So I'm really excited. Um, Ezra Miller getting a lot of press lately with being the Flash and everything. I'm yeah. really excited to see what he uh, brings to the table here. Right. And this is kind of going to be one of his big first like theatrical moments. And I, I know it's not the first thing he's ever been in, obviously, mm -hmm. sure. but it's going to give him a ton of exposure that he hasn't had before. And I think this will be the movie that most people know Ezra Miller from until we see him later on in Justice League. Yeah, so. most people didn't see that movie that he was in with like, uh, what was it? With, uh, was it Perks of the Wallflower? It was yeah, Perks of Being a Wallflower, which I saw and I thought was uh, absolute fan. It was Tupperware. It was awesome. Yeah, it was a great movie. Um, we see a glimpse of what looks to be a house elf weaving some sort of fabric. Uh, we see inside the Magical Congress of the United States of America for the first time, which is basically America's version of the, uh, you know, the magical government they have, referred to as MACUSA in the movie is like the acronym of it. Uh, they're discussing new entering New York with a case of magical creatures and that some have has escaped and they need to round them all up and everything. And they're not doing a good job according to the trailer. <laughs> no, no. We see uh, Jacob Kowalski, who is a nomad, which is the American word for muggle that's introduced into this movie. I, I did catch that. That was very cool. Yeah, he's played by Dan Folger, um, looking at the case opening by itself on a bed, and something very quickly jumps out at him that we don't really get a good glimpse at. Uh, we meet Porpentia Goldstein, who is the witch that'll be working with uh, Newt to try to get all the creatures back in the case and whatnot. Um, see a lot of quick glimpses of the different creatures and Newt claiming that he will rescue them from the most vicious creatures on the planet, which, of course, is humans. <laughs> um, we see John Voight. John Voight. And I, I didn't even know he was in this movie. Yeah, I didn't actually did not know that either. Um, he's at some kind of political event that we don't really know the ins and outs of, and the event itself seems to be under an unknown attack by an unknown creature. Uh, we get a quick comedic moment between Newt and the Nomash Jacob where Newt gives him a helmet because his brain is soft. Mm -hmm. So the, kind of the laugh moment of the trailer. Uh, we get some kind of white phoenix or maybe it's a hippogriff. I'm not really sure which it is rising from the ground. Uh, we see Colin Gra Colin, Colin's Graves character in some kind of fight with Newt and Porpentia. Um, at the very end of the trailer, the police are lined up, ready to fire, and Newt says not to panic. There is absolutely nothing to worry about. Oh, shit. And then a giant unknown beast 
wrapped in smoke, barrels destroying cars and buildings down yeah, towards them. Yeah. And uh, trailer ends with one last comedic moment where Newt and Jacob are clapping and Jacob stating that he wants to be a wizard. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, did, all, did, that's did a we lot of info there. Did we all see the trailer? I saw it. Jake, yeah. thank you for the breakdown. Yeah, yeah no problem. Fantastic. Did we all see the trailer? No, I did not. I did. Sean, did you see this trailer? Oh, absolutely, yes. Guys, let's rate this trailer. I mean, the first one, there was a kind of like an ongoing joke between me, Jake, and Jay. Uh, it was called Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And Jake was like, well, they're definitely not in this trailer. Because <laughs> we didn't see shit. Yeah. But now that we've seen some of these Fantastic Beasts, like, what's our rating now? Um, I give this a Tupperware. This is exactly what I I don't even know why they released that first teaser trailer. I, I guess they just couldn't wait to play their classic Harry Potter theme when you saw a movie, and they had no patience to wait for effects. But I absolutely fucking loved this trailer. I thought this one hit it off the mark. I'm super excited. Such a great cast. I, I cannot wait to learn more about this. So, loved it. Sean, what did you think, man? Um, yeah, I've been I'm so excited for this. I love the Harry Potter universe, so just adding this on makes it even cooler. Um, I actually seen this this same kind of trailer actually in IMAX, and it looks fantastic. So I can't wait. I'm I, I give it a Tupperware. Totally, I can't wait. Tupperware. Okay, so we got two. Uh, Jay, uh, Jay, what did you think, man? Uh, it's it's a high taster for me. I, I'm not as big of a Harry Potter fan as probably Jake. Um, but I, my biggest concern after seeing that first trailer was, is this going to be as fun to watch as the as the Harry Potter movies? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did read the books and everything, but I really enjoyed the movies uh, visually and everything else. And I was like, man, that doesn't seem like very much fun. But this seemed really fun. It seemed as smart as the other Harry Potter, the later Harry Potter movies, which I really enjoyed that progression. And I'm seeing it in this as well. And the special effects look great. The magic use look great. And I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I uh, hold on. I'm not going to give my rating quite yet. I Tupperware the look of the 1920s. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It was incredible. That was cool. Tupperware. Yeah. It looks. Awesome. Yeah, it does. Uh, I am the most thing I'm worried about is Eddie Redmayne. I love him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw him in the Theory of Rel- Relativity, yeah. that new movie that he was in where he played uh, Stephen Hawking, yep. loved him in that. But then I also watched him in another movie called Jupiter Ascending, mm-hmm. which we, he Ooh. was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sean, did I hear you right, dude? You did. Oh, yeah, yeah. He would go from whispering to screaming, and it was the weirdest performance I've ever seen in a film ever. It was so bizarre, and I'm worried about him. I think that uh, uh, Daniel Radcliffe mm-hmm. as our, you know, our protagonist in the Harry Potter films, so good. Yeah, yeah. perfect. To live up to to live up to that, you've really got to just like blow my fucking dick off at this point because that kid is so good and I'm really worried about Eddie Redmayne being able to be like our guy that we follow throughout this whole movie he has to prove it to me I'm not saying that that he can't it could be a Tupperware Mm -hmm. but right now I'm giving a high taste it based off what I saw and I love the look of the 1920s the way they they, they really pulled that off very cool and incorporating magic into that time frame yeah I love that idea super exciting super exciting I'm hopeful for Eddie Redmayne Um, I agree that it's like, ooh, I hope he's good. But from what I've seen of him in these two trailers, I think his performance has been fun. I just, I just haven't seen enough. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see more of him too. Yeah. For sure. Hey, Brian, did you see the, uh, the the Danish girl? The Danish girl. No, I haven't seen that one yet. 
it was good. It was really good. I the the theory of relativity. I mean, was yeah, relative whatever it was. It that was good too. It's like I, I can't. The theory can't, of everything. Judge, the theory everything, of everything. Yeah, there it is. I don't want to judge him off Jupiter Ascending because, you know, he did a great job, you know, as regular, you know, as, as his other movies. So I, I can't judge him off of that shitty movie. So. Yeah, he was just taking direction off of a fucking shit character. Mm-hmm. I right. agree. Is that a Wachowski Brothers movie? It was the Wachowski. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I, like, like, I love that movie visually and I love some of the technology they use. I like, I love Channing Tatum when he was fucking like rollerblading. He had like his rollerblading space skates on or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was cool as fuck, but like everything else was stupid as hell. Sean Bean's character and that connection with the bees or whatever the fuck. I didn't understand it. It was weird. I stayed away from it based on your rating. <laughs> it was bad, dude. It was fucking bad. So. All right. But I am looking forward to Fantastic Beasts. This could definitely be a Tupperware. I'm yeah. just worried about, like, I think that uh, uh, Eddie Redmayne has some big shoes to fill when it comes to stepping into the shoes of uh, being the protagonist in a J.K. Rowling fucking movie. Agreed. Absolutely. Agreed. You know, I hope but, it does well enough that we get the projected trilogy that they're hoping for. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Guys, let's move on. We're gonna talk about uh we're gonna talk about why the Frank why Frank hasn't said shit. <laughs> like it's almost it's almost like Frank didn't fucking like look at anything during San Diego Comic Con coverage. Like two years ago this motherfucker's getting drunk and laughing about Mike Tyson and barfing all over the goddamn place. This year he's not doing fucking shit. What the fuck, Frank? Well, I didn't see the Fantastic Beast of Where to Find Him trailer. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you fucking, like, raising a family and shit? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking with you. Guys, let's move on to King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Did everybody watch this trailer? Yes. Yes. No. yes. Oh, fuck off, Frank. <laughs> I didn't even hear about this. Really? No. Oh. Fuck, I was at a wedding all day yesterday. Hey, Sean, did you watch the trailer for uh, King Arthur, Legend of the Sword? Yes, I did. God. All right. <laughs> you know I'm sitting here keeping my fingers crossed. Like, Sean, come on, don't let me down. Like, no, God damn it. No, you're like that one little fuck up in class that didn't that that, for, that you forgot your homework and shit. Every home. day, every yeah. day. Sean, you let Frank down. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> because he actually did his job. Oh man, you're gonna lose sleep tonight. <laughs> okay, King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. It's directed by Guy Ritchie. From Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, and then the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I Tupperware Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Toss Snatch. Yeah. Taste Sherlock Holmes. But Man Alive, I don't know, man. Fucking uh, Guy Ritchie doing a King Arthur movie. Stars Charlie Hunnam, uh, Charlie Hunnam uh, and Jude Law. Uh... I don't know. What did you guys This think? looked like hot fucking garbage to me. <laughs> I fucking toss it. In fact, I, I won't even see this movie. I, I, ugh. <laughs> it looked fucking terrible. Wow. Fucking wigs galore. <laughs> well, there's your wigs. Uh, the cinematography looked like fucking garbage. I, I hate Guy Ritchie, just to put it out there. And the way he films his movies gives me a fucking headache. What are, last I'm, I'm out. Smoke that, that's the only good one, but that's like the, that's like the first one. Guys. I mean, it's sophomore slump. From there on Thank out. you. Thank you. Like, I love Lockstock and Me Smoking yeah. Barrels. It's the only performance I've ever enjoyed Jason Statham in. Ever. Yeah, right. Ever. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm with Jake, man. I, I thought this movie looked absolutely awful. It looked, it reminded me of that new Jeff Bridges movie with the dragons. 
Yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about. What the about. fuck was that? Uh, is it Jeff Bridges? Uh, you know, uh, fucking uh, The Big Lebowski. Remember him? He was in that uh, movie with the dragons and he got... Uh, who else do you got in that movie? Oh, was that it's with Sean like, Connery the like dragon? This, like, oh! Yeah, it, oh no, seventh it's called, Son. <laughs> seventh Son. Yeah. Seventh Son. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> this, is, this is like... Uh, this is like... Uh, this is like... Uh, if, if you gave like Quentin Tarantino a movie about King Arthur, yeah, it looked garbage. It looked like a two night made for TV special event. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Bad. shit. <laughs> okay, what'd you think? Hey, hold on. Didn't the first half of the trailer seem like a Guy Ritchie movie, and then it, and then it, and then it, and then it felt like a different movie in Absolutely. the second half yeah, of the trailer? Yeah, I agree. Like, like the first half of the trailer felt like a Guy Ritchie movie. And the second half of the trailer felt like your uh, classic sword and sandals, dragon, fucking, you know, sorcery. Yeah, thing. but then it tried to get, like, super epic yeah. and, like, very, like, Lord of the Ringsy at times. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I fucking did not like this at all. I have no desire to watch this. Um, it, yeah, it absolutely felt and, and looked like and felt and the dialogue was everything Guy Ritchie. And I don't right. want to see that in a fucking King Arthur movie. Right, right. I love King Arthur. I love that fucking tale. I'll blow your mind here in a moment when it comes to, uh, Warner Brothers making this movie and how much faith they have in it. But Are Sean, you fucking serious? Sean, uh, basically we've turned this movie into a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about it? I'm gonna add to it and I'm gonna drop a piece of shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. I, I say, Frank, as punishment for not seeing this trailer, now you have to be the one that reviews this the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> Challenge accepted. None Obviously. of us will watch it. We just want to hear your review <laughs> okay. about uh, right. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Now we punish people. <laughs> <laughs> I will take Heath Ledger's A Knight's Tale over this any day. Oh, absolutely. I, like, I like The Knight's Hold Tale. On. You've got a, an actor. You've got Jude Law in this movie. You've got Jude Law yeah. from like Road to Perdition, like that Jude Law, right? <laughs> in this movie, and do they give him like any screen time at all? Didn't see it. None. <laughs> None. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Hey Brian, G- this is this is his Burt Reynolds uh, 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 Turn of the King moment. You know, <laughs> was, uh, oh, that was a shitty movie too. So. Yeah. <laughs> what movie? Return of the King with um, Jason Statham. Oh, I thought you were talking about the last Lord of the Rings movie. No, no, no. It was uh, was it was it was it Return of the King or some shit? Uh, I don't. It's like know. That movie won Best Picture, man. <laughs> Come on, man. No, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds was in this movie Return of the King with Jason Statham. It was a piece of shit, though. No, you're oh, right. God, I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember the the the, the exact <clears throat> title of that movie. I'm trying to help you out. Let me get Google. Let me, guys, let me close out. Why you guys porn. are looking this up? Let me talk about the faith that uh, and, and any of our listeners. If you haven't seen this trailer, go check it out. It's called King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Uh, it's absolutely awful, but. Um, <laughs> Warner Brothers wants this to be a hit. This was actually the trailer was shown in Hall H. Yeah. They are wanting this to be, this is rumored, but they are wanting this to be a six part movie series. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? Oh, in the name of the king? Yeah, it was the Dungeon Siege. That's based off a shitty video game. Why would they think that? Six part, <laughs> six part movie series. It's fucked up in the, in the climate of movies that we have now that Hollywood does not get it. Like this trailer, dude, this movie is not going to get butts in seats. No. no. What, when are they going to release this? What month? I, I don't know. 
I don't know. I'm because this will get slaughtered if it's a summer, summer release. release. Yeah, this needs to be a September release. Agreed. September it, or February, late August, maybe even late August. I mean, with the way they've been stretching out summer releases, yeah. I even think late August is a bad idea. Uh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, God. you know, like it has no chance though. May through July. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna lose money. <laughs> or even like like post November, like between like. In December, like you don't want this movie coming out. Oh fuck out no! You yeah. got Star Wars, man, and all the Oscar stuff and everything. No. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Oh my god! This, this was, in my opinion, this was the worst trailer I saw in all of San Diego Comic Con. Like pretty, nothing got worse than this. this. Is pretty bad, dude. Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> not the worst, in my opinion, but pretty bad. Like, I like not the worst. No. Huh. I like to break these. I'm I'm interested to hear what. The <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued. I want to just jump oh, to my. that. I like to break down these trailers, and that was one trailer I did not even give a shit. <laughs> You're like fuck that. I yeah. guess whatever the Marvel trailer was was the worst for Jay. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I have a feeling things are gonna get really strange. <laughs> Guys, let's move on. Let's move on to Kong Skull. I. Island guys, guys, this uh, it's directed by Jordan Voigt Roberts. Uh, don't know anything this guy's done. No, me neither. Uh, he directed. Oh no, hold on. I retract that. I do. He did Kings of Summer. Okay, Kings of Summer, a movie that I loved. It starred Nick Robinson. You remember Nick Robinson was the older uh, kid in uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, that we saw last year. I loved Kings of Summer. Absolute Tupperware. Fantastic movie. Well, this I, seems right up his alley. A CG-filled King Kong movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you go from Kings of Summer, which is like a, a coming-of-age story about boys in the summer running around and doing stupid shit, to uh, gigantic monkeys. Yeah. So, the perfect next step. The perfect next step. It's the logical next step. Shut the fuck up, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I was being sincere. No, we just talked about Justin Lin, who did Fast and Furious movies about cars, and now he's taking fucking alien spaceships. <laughs> yeah, we see how well that turned out. Hey, uh, who watched, who, who all watched the trailer for Kong Skull Island? I saw this one. I did, yeah. Sean? I'm in. I watched, you know, I watched it. You, alright. <laughs> Sean's all over this shit, dude. Alright, guys, it starts Tom Hiddleswift. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Tom Hiddleston. I'm just him dating Taylor Swift. I need to get off the Daily Mail. I'm caught up. I'm just, I'm caught up in the maddest of Hiddleswift. Aren't we all? It's uh, Tom Hiddleston, uh, Brie Larson, Samuel L. Jackson, John Goodman, John C. Riley. Mm hmm. Corey Hawkins from Straight Outta Compton, he played Dr. Dre, and Jason Mitchell from Straight Outta Compton, who also played, uh, he played Easy E, uh, and Toby Kebble from Planet of the Apes, uh, he played, uh, the fucking bad monkey. I can't remember that fucking monkey's name. I can't, I can only think of like, Caesar. Yeah, there's Caesar and Scar. Scar? Scar, Scar, Scar fuck. <laughs> Scar is the well, bad guy like, in Lion King, Jay. Oh, like sorry. A, a stripe. Stripe from Gremlins. Yeah. It reminds me of like a Koba or something. I think like Koba that. is correct. Koba? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I, think, I think you're both full of shit. <laughs> Red uh, Cup? But uh, Toby, Toby Cabell, he played uh, the mocap and the bad monkey from Planet of the Apes. And he was also... He, 
He was also uh, in Doctor Doom, and he was also Doctor Doom in Fantastic Four. He's going to be doing the motion capture for King Kong. Okay. Uh, this movie, this is the movie that both Mark Ruffalo and Michael Keaton left. Yeah. They were both signed on to do this movie. They both left. Here's the synopsis for the film. In the film, a diverse team of explorers is brought together to venture deep into an uncharted island in the Pacific, as beautiful as it is treacherous, unaware that they're crossing into the domain of Mythic Kong. I have a, I have beef with this trailer. I don't think John Goodman, for one fucking second in this trailer, doesn't know what they're fucking coming into contact with. Right. The yeah. guy, the guy has, he's on a fucking helicopter. I'm gonna break down the trailer, but the guy's in a fucking helicopter and he's got a fucking camera. Right. He's got, he's filming this shit. He knows what's on this fucking island. Am I right or somebody, am I right? Somebody does. Somebody, yeah. and somebody I think does. it's John Gooden. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. The trailer starts and you see our main cast. They're in helicopters, uh, presumably on their way to Skull Island. And then uh, it's amazing. A gigantic palm tree is launched into the air and flies right into one of the helicopters. Boom. Boom. Bummer. <laughs> it is a bummer. <laughs> I mean, that's an inconvenience. I know. <laughs> Trying to fly somewhere and you got palm trees. I know. <laughs> what is that? And I, every once in a while, I'll get on a plane and the you know the pilot will be like, "All right, guys, uh, we're coming in. Uh, we're at uh, so many feet uh, altitude. And, uh, it's uh, uh, seventy two degrees in Orlando. We're going uh, to be experiencing a little bit of chop, a little bit of wind chop here. No, it's that uh, you don't hear like, uh, guys. Uh, yeah, we're trying to." Uh, Dodge uh, fucking palm trees. <laughs> Somebody's shooting palm trees like it's a fucking Nerf gun up here. <laughs> so yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> palm trees being chucked at the fucking helicopter. <laughs> so you're right, Jake. Uh, uh, hold on. Before we break it down, do you want to break it down or you want to rate it first? Let's rate it. Let's we'll rate, rate it. it. Ratings. Uh, who adds, oh, you're chomping at the bit to rate this son of a bitch. Jake's the guy. Jake, toss it. I do toss it. I knew you would! This shit was boring as fuck to me. And it's King fucking Kong. Like, I understand if it's a movie where it's a new creature and you want to wait till the fucking, like, movie comes out to show your creature or whatever. But it's King fucking Kong. We've known what this fucker looks like since the fucking, like, 30s and shit. Just show us King fucking Kong. Don't fucking hide the shit and show us his fucking brow and his eyes after two minutes of fucking snortum. Fuck this trailer. <laughs> oh, man. No wonder fucking Michael Keaton and fucking Ruffalo got the fuck out of this hot piece of garbage. Get the fuck out of here. They think this is going to cause a whole new fucking shared universe of fucking monsters that no one's given a fuck about for 20 fucking years. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck this movie. God damn. I ain't seeing this shit either. Holy wow. shit. Wow. 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 All right. Drop uh, the mic. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I don't even know why you broke this motherfucker down. <laughs> right. Jay, talk to me. King Kong. King Kong, what did you think? I actually enjoyed it. Uh, I'm giving it a taste. It. I, this was way, way better than I thought it would be. I, I, I agree. I, I, you know, just the idea of another King Kong movie just rubbed me the wrong way. I didn't give a fuck. I thought it was going to be stupid as hell. But I enjoyed the trailer. What happened that you gave a shit about? I, I like how little they showed of him, but I like 
like what they did show of him. I enjoyed that. And you liked that. They brow. showed more of King Kong in this trailer than Gareth Edwards showed in the entire Godzilla movie <laughs> yes. from 2014. I True. didn't see that shit either. True. <laughs> it's kind of funny that you bring that up because it's got Max Borstein as a writer, and he also helped write Godzilla. Mm. So well, that kind of explains that. Okay. No, I, I really did. I, you know, that all that shit aside, I enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was cool. I think this is going to be a different take on it. I like that they're on this island, you know, as a team. I, I hope they don't venture off of this island and go through some fucking shit where he goes to the city and all. Oh, that can crap. we see him ice skating? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see any of that. But I enjoy that he he's on this remote island. We see all these skulls of other. Uh, you know, it looks like apes as well, but he's fucking way, way bigger than those apes. And I, I like that. I think it's fucking cool. I, I'm excited about it. Not, you know, it's not a fucking Tupperware or high tasted excited. Yeah, Jake likes that cutesy bullshit. If they made a fucking great ape movie, Tupperware the fuck <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I like Show him to me in the trailer. <laughs> and I like the character interactions, and that's going to be the main thing. Are the characters going to be compelling in this? It's not just about how cool King Kong is, yeah, but I think he is fucking cool, and I like how fucking huge he is, and I like what we saw. This I tell fun. you what, Night Manager really soured me on Hiddleston, too. Really? Yeah. I only watched Ooh. the first episode of that. It was a snore fest. I don't, think, I don't think that was his fault, you know. I just His charisma and him being the next Bond, possibly, uh, make me fucking vomit. Nah. Jake's watching the trailer for King Kong, and he's like, that guy was a nightmare. <laughs> Toss it. Fucking, that guy was a night manager. I was a I'm night done. manager guy. Night, night manager guy, I'm done. <laughs> it's about a big monkey in that night manager. Fuck, I'm out. <laughs> fuck that. I'm out. Sean, Sean. Sh- no, no, fuck it. I'm going to jump in here. I fucking love the trailer. I fu- <laughs> fuck you, Jake. Fuck you. I fucking love this motherfucking trailer. Nice. Fuck you. I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna grab my fucking balls. Like Jake says, well, I toss this shit, and everybody else is having to fucking tiptoe around this shit and be like, can I like it or can I not like it? Because Jake fucking tossed it. I'm gonna grab my motherfucking dick. I fucking love this trailer. I thought John Goodman was fantastic. Ah, fuck Hiddleston. He sucked in this fucking trailer. Hiddleston fucking sucked. Fucking Brie Larson, they didn't let her do shit. She fucking killed it in fucking room. They didn't fucking show her, do, they didn't show her doing anything but reacting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In this trailer. Same thing with Hiddleston. But I thought John Goodman and I thought Samuel L. Jackson and even the lines that we heard from John C. Riley in the trailer yeah. were really good. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, yeah, they're, they're showing, they're, they're, they're kind of hiding King Kong at this moment. It's the first trailer. I mean, what else have we seen from this? Concept art from two fucking years ago? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, concept art. We're finally seeing a fucking trailer here. We we do get a we get three shots of Kong. We get one shot of his hand. We get one shot of the fucking apocalypse now shot with the helicopters are flying towards him with the sun setting. Yeah. We get to see the size of this motherfucker. It's huge. Yeah. Huge. And, then, and then we get to see <laughs> we get to see a scene at the end of the fucking trailer. Did you guys check? Did you guys catch what happened at the end of the trailer? Oh, I saw. Did you catch what happened at the trailer? What's happening at the end of the trailer? You got two guys on a cliff. They're not hanging out talking to each other. Two guys are not hanging out talking to each other. You got two military guys or whatever. You got one guy standing. He's sitting. He's mounting on on top of the other guy. They're not gonna fuck. I know you guys. That's where your mind's gonna go. <laughs> you got a you got a got a guy mounting another guy. You're gonna, he's gonna fuck. Or toss him. it. He's gonna fuck. Him. No, you got, you got, a, you got a guy on top of another guy mounting this other dude. Yeah, Frank giggle. 
You got a guy, you got two guys mounting each other and shit, but the one guy's hand, he's got a knife in his hand. Yeah. He's got a knife in his hand. He's gonna stab the other guy. I watch this shit. He's gonna stab the other guy, and he's forcefully coming down trying to stab this guy. All of a sudden, you fucking see this gigantic fucking head. Mm-hmm. It's not. Sean's, oh. Sean's calling back. <laughs> you back, Sean? Hello? I'm gonna stop. I think Khan got him. Oh, God. I'm no, just... it was, uh, Frank's fault. Oh, oh shit. Are you back? Yeah, Are you back? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, okay, I'm cool. I don't know what happened. I apologize. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish one, I'm gonna finish this thought here. I'm talking real quick. Uh, what was the last thing you heard, dude? Uh, I heard that we were gonna rate it and that was it. Oh Whoa. shit. Oh wow. Whoa. Oh, you Whoa. missed a lot. <laughs> oh, let's hear his opinion. Let's, let's pause it. Oh yeah, he's pure. He, un- he doesn't yeah, know what anybody knows. Unfiltered opinion. Alright, hold on, hold on. Okay, yeah, that's perfect. What we're gonna is do- Is my connection okay? Like, can you guys hear me? You sound great. Yeah, I, can hear, I can hear you perfect. What we're gonna do, we're gonna stop here real quick. We're gonna come back and we're gonna hear Sean's thoughts on this. Cause Sean has no idea what we think about this movie. <laughs> so I'm gonna stop here real quick cause we've almost gone on an hour. So one moment. Hey, did you did you wake up this morning and think to yourself, you know what, you know what I want to do? I want to give I want to give some money, hard earned money away, to three assholes so they can do a stupid podcast every week. Yeah, I'm, money's burning a hole in my pocket. Where can I? Where do I put all this money? I'll just give it to three dicks. Yeah, if that was your thought process this morning, number one, there's something wrong with you. Number two, Pop Culture Leftovers has started a Patreon where you can donate to our show. It's really simple. Go to patreon.com forward slash pop culture leftovers starting out as simple as one dollar a month we'll thank you on the show you get us one dollar a month that's twelve dollars a year who can't afford that every one of our listeners did that that would be amazing is that gonna happen fuck no anyway moving on there's also rewards where you can get your own personalized audio bumper like the ones that we play here on the show that's pretty awesome that right there should be enough for you to sign up for our patreon oh wait that's not enough you're just a spoiled little shit, aren't you? You gotta have more, don't you? All the time, more with you. Uh, we have a reward where you can Skype chat with the leftovers, and that could be played on the show as a bonus episode. Wait, hold, wait, that's not enough? Seriously, fuck you at this point. We also have a reward where you get to be on a full episode with the leftovers. That's right. We get to talk to your boring ass for a full episode. <laughs> Uh, there's all, hey, hold on, that's not it. There's also another reward, and this is exciting, where you get to co-host with me on a brand new podcast that I'll launch. Uh, this is our masochist reward level. You really have to be in order to want to podcast with me. So check out all the rewards on patreon.com. That's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash pop culture leftovers. Some of the rewards are limited. Not that I'm expecting them to sell out or anything like we did the moment we started this Patreon. All right. Hey, we are back. It's uh, We've been waiting, waiting anxiously. I got to hear. I mean, we've already given our opinions. Most of us have given our opinions on this. I haven't got it from Frank, but I'm going to jump in. I'm going to talk to Sean. I want to know what Sean thought about the Conk Skull Island trailer. And he's going to side with one of us. <laughs> yeah. One of the three. He's going to side with one of us. I got to find out who. Sean, what do you think about Conk Skull Island? I'm going to say first is that it- – I know where they're going with this. You can tell, you can see it from the trailers that they they really want to do a Godzilla versus Kong movie 
because King Kong is huge as a motherfucker. Like I've never seen that King Kong that big. And it, it, it bothered me a little bit. Like I was like, ah, why is he so huge? But then I'm like, okay, well they want to expand their universe and I get it. I understand, you know, they, they gotta, they gotta make, they gotta get, this property has to make money. Um, with, with gorillas and apes, there's such a high level for me because of Planet of the Apes is that when you do a monkey, it has to be that good. So, you know, for this trailer, I, I got, I, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna go to the middle on this one, man. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna taste it for now. And I wanna see more, but it looks good. I gotta go see it, you know, cause you gotta review the shit. So it, it's not like I'm not gonna go see the movie, but Godzilla was a really bad movie. So I'm very curious to see how see where they go with King with Kong, okay. um, but it, it looks it looks good. Samuel Jackson's in it, and you know he's yelling and shit, so that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, John Goodman's in it. Like I mean, they got a great cast, man. But yeah. it, it, it's it, I'm very leery on how they're going to be able to defeat that that big of a fucking monster. Like that's like it's, it's like Godzilla size. So I'm very curious to see how far this goes, but you know they're expanding the universe, so I get it. So what if they don't defeat the monster? Yeah, well they're not going to defeat it yeah. because clearly it's got he's got to go against Godzilla. So. Yeah, yeah. All right, Frank, what did you? Okay, so you you okay you sided with Jay. I'm just going to throw it out there. I Tupperwared it, and Jake tossed it uh, to nobody's surprise. <laughs> uh, Frank, what did what? Uh, Frank, so you go ahead and toss it too. <laughs> Since you love to echo Jake. No, what did you think, Frank? Um, it's a trailer, and I can't read too much into anything about what it is, what it's going to be. Uh, I was surprised that the cast is in it. Um, it makes me want to see the movie. I'm actually going to Tupperware. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my boy! Frank, you're my fucking boy, dude. Put nice. it on your head. Nice, dude. I, I love the trailer. I, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, I was talking like right before uh, we, we realized that we lost Sean. Like we got like this last shot, man. It's like it's like uh, these two guys and they're struggling on the edge of a cliff. Um, and, and like when you watch the trailer, it just looks like two guys on the edge of a cliff, and like you see like this huge fucking gorilla head pop up. No, these guys are fucking. One has got a knife in his hand. He's gonna stab the other guy, and we see like the fucking forehead of King Kong <laughs> pop up over a cliff. Yeah. This yeah. is how big King Kong is in this movie. Mm -hmm. This guy's getting ready to stab this other guy, and they stop, drop everything that they're doing. It doesn't matter what the differences are between these two characters in that moment. Yeah. Because right now they've got a bigger problem, and his name is fucking King Kong. <laughs> and he's fucking staring them dead in the fucking face. Yeah. So what the fuck are they going to do other than get swallowed or run? Yeah, I, I I absolutely love this trailer. Let's go ahead and break it down, Jake. You can feel free to bash it the entire time. That's nah, fine. Okay. I'll fuck on my phone. No, you're fine. You're fine. We see. Uh, Let me ask you a question. Why yeah. did you hate it so much? Like, I just what? I just didn't think it was a great trailer. I I think you put a little bit of it in what you said. I. We all know what King Kong looks like. Why are you hiding King Kong? Just show us King Kong and get us excited or not excited. 
Like, the cast looks okay, but I'm not sold on anything Tom Hiddleston does anymore besides Loki. I, I wasn't sold on Tom Hiddleston or Brie Larson, and I love those two. But I did love John Goodman in this. I love Samuel L. Jackson. And yeah. I love the... I didn't get to see John C. Riley in this trailer, but I loved his lines. I loved his dialogue in this trailer. Yeah. Uh, I think we got a feel of the size of the character in this, because we got three shots of the character. We got his head... We got that, like I said, the Apocalypse Now shot of the helicopters when he's standing there off in the distance. And then we got to see the size of his hand as he swats the helicopter and that guy's holding on for dear life and then gets fucking flown out and he's dead. Mm. I, I, I thought it was cool. I thought there was a lot to – and this movie may suck. Yeah. But as far as like my excitement level for the trailer and seeing like where they take this King Kong – I'm excited, man. I hear you. I mean, Godzilla, you were tough in the trailer. So at the end of the day. Yes. Yes. At the end of the day, at the end, I was, I was loving the fucking Ghostbusters trailers too. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm going to get on this fucking podcast and say, you know what? I eat crow. This fucking movie sucked. I could be the same way. I could go in and absolutely fucking love this movie. Right. right. You know, but this trailer just didn't do nothing for me. Even same, I love Samuel L. Jackson too, but he almost seemed like a parody of himself in this kind of thing. I felt like Samuel L. Jackson, I love his character. He seems like the military guy that's going in and he thinks he knows everything that they're going in for. And he, come to find out, he doesn't know anything of why they're visiting this island. Yeah. And he, he's basically, at the start of this trailer, he says, you're going to, he's pointing a gun at Jod Goodman. Mm-hmm. And he says, you are going to tell me everything I don't know or I'm going to blow your head off. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so Samuel Jackson, yeah, he seems like he's accompanying, he's like a military guy that's accompanying John Goodman, who I think might be like some rich mogul or some kind of like, uh, uh, filmmaker. And he's filming what's going on in this island. He, I think John Goodman knows a little bit more than what he's letting on. Yeah. Uh, we get dialogue of John Goodman. He says, this planet doesn't belong to us. Ancient species owned this earth, earth long before mankind. We see the remains of huge dinosaur bones on the island. We see some guy using a flamethrower. We see a native tribe on the island holding spears to Hiddleston and Brie Larson. We get more John Goodman dialogue. He says, I spent 30 years trying to prove the truth. Monsters exist. We then see some huge creature knocking down palm trees, but we never get a full look at the the creature. I'm guessing it's some sort of dinosaur. It doesn't look like uh, it's going to be Godzilla in that scene. No. We then see military, military people prepping to go to war with Kong, and this gets me excited. Let's see what you can do against the biggest fucking gorilla ever. <laughs> you are going to war against the biggest King Kong I've ever seen on screen. Yeah. Good fucking luck, assholes. (laughs) We start seeing these guys unloading weapons from helicopters, ammunition, huge chain guns. Uh, we next hear John, we next hear John C. Riley's voice. He says, uh, you don't go into someone's house unless you're picking a fight. He's talking about these motherfuckers going to Kong Island trying to take on a fight with King Kong. Yeah. This is his fucking fucking jungle. He's the king of this jungle. We hear Samuel Jackson say, what you're looking at is some monster from a bygone era. It's time to show that man is king. <laughs> oh, wow. You just set yourself up to get Fucked up, Samuel. <laughs> He's gonna get deep blue seed. Yes, you are. <laughs> we get shots of the military firing off chain guns. We get a shot of one of these fucking military guys. He's mounted on the skull of a dead triceratops right in the center. Yeah. 
fucking just unloading <laughs> that chain gun. Doing no after. damage. We, we, then we get the apocalypse now shot of the choppers flying towards Kong in the distance, and he is gargantuan. It's the lar- largest Kong we've ever seen on screen before. Uh, we see Kong's hand smack the helicopter uh, as the guy flies out of the helicopter. And then it looks like we see, like I said, two military guys on the edge of a cliff. One is on top of the other, and they are struggling. The one soldier is holding uh, I, what I think is a knife, I'm guessing, over the other, and he's trying to stab him, and you hear the breathing of King Kong, and then he pops up into the frame over the edge of the cliff, and he is fucking huge. These guys, whatever they were fighting about, does not matter anymore, because right now you've got this gigantic fucking King Kong head staring at you. <laughs> uh, and then we see the title card, Kong Skull Island. It gave me just enough as a teaser, as a teaser trailer, in my opinion, to get me excited about half of the cast and definitely seeing more of this fucking gigantic King Kong. Yeah. So I, I Tupperware the trailer, the movie could suck, but everything that I saw in this has got me excited. This is not, this is man going to war against King Kong, yeah. and I cannot wait yeah. to hey, see them hey, get fucked up. <laughs> hey, Jake. I'm gonna say this is gonna be a great ride at Universal. Oh. I know how you, <laughs> I know how you're like, oh, this is just like they're just dropping, like you know, just toys and stuff. But this is gonna be a great ride at Universal. I can't wait to see that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a, a fantastic ride. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, any last thoughts on uh, Kong Skull Island? Shut the fuck up, Jake. <laughs> any last comments? For Conskull Island. <laughs> Biggest semicolon I've ever seen. Oh! <laughs> A Star Wars story. <laughs> I hate that too. I know you do. Well documented. We talked about it on the porch. <laughs> Alright, guys, we're going to move on to San Diego Comic Con Marvel News. Marvel news. All right, it is official, Jay. It is official. You can go to sleep easy tonight. Ghost Rider will be in season four. <laughs> Ghost Rider will be in season four. It's confirmed. Of Agents of Shield. Oh, thank God! So, <laughs> thank God. I I do think that with the announcement of it not being a Netflix series, you can kind of bet that your boy Norman Reedus will not be. No, uh-uh. Ghost Rider. But uh, we are going to be getting Ghost Rider in Season 4. During the Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel, Marvel rolled a short clip of the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo, which burned red with heat and then burst into flames. I don't know about you. It may have been hot as fuck showing the (laughs) flames, but I got chills. (laughs) Wow. So you're going to watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on. Let me me pause. I I don't know if we knocked out the recording or not. Hold on. All right, yeah, we're good to go. Uh, let's see here. So we saw um, the uh, shield logo burned red with heat and it burst into flames. As the flames rolled back, a flaming skull appeared. Whew. <laughs> it's confirmed. Ghost Rider is going to be in season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., my favorite TV show. <laughs> All of ours. All of ours. <laughs> Comic Book Resources pointed out that Ghost Rider is appearing on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., 
will be uh, the Marvel Now version of the character Robbie Reyes. Reyes took up the Ghost Rider following a misunderstanding that resulted in being gunned down in the streets. He was revived by the ghost of Eli Morrow, his estranged uncle and satanic serial killer. Permanently bonded with the spirit of vengeance, Robbie satiates Eli's thirst for murder by killing only those with truly evil souls when he is not in his transformed state. Robbie takes care of Gabe, his developmentally disabled brother, and attends high school. This iteration of the character swaps out Ghost Rider's iconic motorcycle for a sleek black Dodge Charger. So, Ghost Driver. <laughs> Guys, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. premieres Tuesday, September 20th at 10 o'clock Eastern on ABC. Are you looking forward to seeing Ghost Rider and uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I know I've kind of been a sarcastic fuck about this, but if you're looking forward to it, let me know. <laughs> I won't give you too hard of a time. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to give you the penance stare. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely not looking forward to this. I'm not. I'm, I've, I've watched maybe two or three episodes. Well, hold on. What if I said Ghost Rider is going to be on a Netflix series? Then I would maybe check it out. I yeah. think we all would check yeah. it out. Sean, what are your thoughts, man? Uh, are you looking forward to Ghost Rider on Agents of Shield? No, I hate Agents of Shield. First of all, <laughs> and the fact that they Marvel dropped the ball and not putting this on Netflix was just the stupidest idea ever. The door's still open for that, right? No, I don't think so. I, I think Jake. I think Jake's right with it being Robbie Reyes that, and not Johnny Blaze or Dan Catch or exactly. Any, yeah. It still could be open for a Netflix series. See, I see. I I actually really did like the uh, the Tradmore run of that. Like the artwork on that was amazing to me, and it, they bring that same essence into that. Like I, I don't think they can do that though because there's no killing on ABC. You know, not to not to a point where it's like graphic. And you just can't – it's not going to work. For me, it's not going to work. I, I I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and the only reason I watch it is because Lil watches it <laughs> because we need something to talk about sometimes. But I dropped the ball last season because I didn't – I wasn't in the mood for it. So it just – this is – this helps. This helps Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. a lot. But for me as a Marvel fan and watching the, the good stuff that's on Netflix – I feel like this Ghost Rider is built for Netflix because you got gangs, you got shooting and guns, all that kind of stuff. I don't think they can adapt that well to ABC. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, and plus, it won't, it'll be shoehorned into whatever's going on in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's not going to like be a Ghost Rider series by any means. So it's not really going to get due justice, I guess, that way. You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> He's supposed to be brutal, you know? And yeah. yeah, I don't see that happening. Well, they are moving Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up an hour so oh. they can get a little darker on ABC. <laughs> I'm a lot of dumbass to say that shit, too. <laughs> oh, it's on at nine, so it's going to be so fucking brutal now. I know. Oh. I'm not. I, if they would have announced it, honestly, I, I, as much as I don't care about the character of Ghost Rider, I think aesthetically he's cool. Yeah. Aesthetically, mm-hmm. it's a flaming skull that rides a motorcycle. Oh my God, the fucking, the testosterone in me gives me a hard on. Right. Wow. <laughs> that chain, too. He's got the chain, a flaming chain. No, and no, all no. This shit. Now it's sponsored by Dodge. You gotta <laughs> drive the car. But, but, I mean, aesthetically, I think the character's cool. I've never been, like, much into him other than, like, oh, wow, if I had the balls to get that tattoo, that'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, on the flip side, it's like, it's like it's not a Netflix series. It's going to be this watered down Agents of Shield bullshit that yeah. I dropped off. Uh, I dropped off uh, in season two. I mean, I dropped off. I had four episodes left of season two, and it got to the point where I kept hearing people saying, 
it gets better. It gets better. And I said, you know what? I'm fucking sick and tired of hearing that shit. <laughs> yeah. It, you know what gets better is when I stop wasting my time with this fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the ex-girlfriend that would only let you do her in like couple positions. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, you want to try new things. Like I bought a sex swing. I brought edible, I bought edible panties. I want to do this. I want to explore your body. Let me, let's check out your anus. Let's, <laughs> let's do these things. Yeah. And she's saying no. Right. And you're still fucking, okay, yeah, we're doing fucking, uh, missionary and, uh, if I'm lucky, maybe reverse cowgirl. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. <laughs> Let's go back to the old standard. And that's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And yeah. that's all I'm getting. I wanna fucking, no, I wanna jump into the Netflix world where I am fucking, like, like, yeah, what, you know what? You, I don't want to do Dirty Sanchez, but you're down for it. <laughs> so I know it's there. I know we right. can. You are a freak. <laughs> I'm just, hey, man. Hey, man. No, I'm not the freak. She's the freak. It's there if I want it for the taking. You know, if I, no, if I want to do butt stuff, she's down for it, man. That's Netflix, man. Right. <laughs> I, I, there might Netflix be Netflix is the tongue in your ass. Well, what will Hulu Plus be up for? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Get into that pissing shit with Hulu Plus. Oh, Golden shower, good god. Yeah, shit. Oh wow. Um, all right, let's move on to the Luke, let's move on to the Luke Cage trailer. Did we all get a chance to see Luke Cage? Yeah. Yes. Uh, I wasn't the biggest fan of the actor that played Luke Cage. Uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, what was it? He, he was in the Daredevil series, yeah. and he was also in the Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. He was yeah. in Jessica Jones. Yeah. Yes. He, was he in Daredevil at all? No. No, okay, so he's in Jessica Jones. I wasn't the biggest fan of the actor. Uh, on the flip side, I absolutely love this trailer. I absolutely, I got, I tupper with this trailer. I thought it was great. Uh, I, I, I don't feel like he needed to rip the door off a fucking, uh, car. Yeah. And, and walk through that building. But you know what? It got the fucking point across. Right. Yeah. That if this guy wants to do that and he wants to block bullets with, he's got unbreakable skin. He doesn't need to do it. But when a guy rips the door off a fucking car and then he like wraps a fucking another dude with it, like he's a fucking taco guy. Yeah. <laughs> with a car door. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. I'm down for this. That looks fucking awesome. And I, I thought the music was awesome and can't, I can't wait to see the series if, you know, cause I'm getting sick of like, yeah, the daredevil had like the staircase scene in the second one. Yeah. And it was like, okay, here he is fighting again. Like this was the staircase scene, but you don't have to worry about Luke Cage getting right, hurt. Right. It's like, it, here it is. Here he is walking down a hallway. But you don't have to worry about him tiring out. You don't have to worry about any of that shit. He's just gonna fucking kick your ass. Right. And I thought it was a, an interesting way to do the, like, the staircase scene or the hallway scene and not worry about the character getting yeah, hurt at all. Sure. I loved it. I thought this is a Tupperware. I can't wait to see the series. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna high taste it. Um, the, Luke, Luke Cage has never really been on my radar as far and as- And it's Marvel. And it's Marvel. <laughs> yeah, you can't give Marvel any credit. But as far as- as, far as fuck boy. I've, I've never- <laughs> Wait until we get the DC news and you're sucking the dick of every fuck- You, no, you and Sean are gonna be gushing over every fucking DC story. Hey, I like Marvel too, man. <laughs> <laughs> but th- this has made me excited about the characters. Yeah. Seeing this, so so for the first time, I'm like super interested in Luke Cage, and, and I wasn't in Jessica Jones, didn't really do much for me. Yeah, um, but this trailer has made me excited for Luke Cage for the first time. 
first time ever. So I, I, I definitely high tasted. I enjoyed the trailer. I thought it was cool. I Tupperware it too. I, I thought it was incredible. It's cool that we're going to see a, a really different side of Luke Cage than we saw in Jessica Jones. Like we're going to see it, you know, from his perspective. So it's not just going to be wrapped up in Jessica Jones, Luke Cage. Like it's yeah. out for fucking vengeance, Luke Cage. Um, love the music in the trailer. I'm super pumped for the music in the series. Um, it was all made and produced by the uh, DJ from A Tribe Called Quest. So oh, I'm cool. super excited nice. to see nice. what that's awesome. going to be like. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, uh, Frank. What do you think, man? I'm gonna Tupperware it as well. I, I fucking love these fucking Marvel series shows. Fucking Echo, uh, son. What? Shut up. <laughs> what the fuck else do you expect? I mean, I, I was not familiar with Daredevil at all, other other than the Ben Affleck bullshit from years past. Jessica right. Jones at all. Luke Cage at all. Frank just found this out is... that Daredevil was blind yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they're they're just knocking it out of the park with these. And and I, I, every time one of these comes up, I'm always trying to share them and be like, you guys got to watch this. And they're like, who's that? I've never heard it before. I'm like, that's the fucking point. Get yeah. in on this shit now. It's great. I had Tupperware. I love it. Hey, Sean, what did you think about Luke Cage, dude? Yeah, I, I give it a Tupperware, man. It's nice to see uh, taking it to a different level. And nice to see somebody with – you actually get to see their strength in this Netflix yeah. series. Yeah. And, you know, to see him getting shot with bullets was, was really nice, man. And I can't wait. I'm really, really, I'm intrigued. Dude, him we wearing the fucking hoodie with all the fucking bullet fucking yeah. holes <laughs> in the hoodie. I was like, oh my God. That's some hardcore I shit. I cannot wait. I just want to see, like, he's like the fucking, like Brandon Lee and the crow. Oh yeah. Getting mm -hmm. shot and just fucking these guys up. I love it. I love it. So close to a Tupperware party. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah, we got DC fuckboy over here. <laughs> hey, hey, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to something uh, that I want Jay to talk about. Uh, I'm being serious. <laughs> FX is coming out with a series. It's directed by Noah Hawley, who, is, who, who, who directed both seasons of a show that me and Jay love. Love. Yes. It was both of our favorite TV show of last year. It won the Tupperware for fucking uh, best fucking TV show, Fargo, yeah. on FX. Noah Hawley, the director and screenwriter for that fucking series, is doing a show for FX called Legion, based on the character of the X-Men Legion, Professor X's son. I saw this trailer, Jay. I can't rate it because I don't fucking understand it. Okay. <laughs> make, make sense of this fucking shit for me because I feel like a fucking idiot after I watch this thing. I can't understand it. It makes no fucking sense to me. I like what I saw, though. You know what? It's fucking as crazy as Mr. Robot. Uh -huh. That's how fucking crazy it is. It is. And I love Mr. Robot. Yeah. Make sense of this fucking Legion trailer. <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. And I think that's the key point about this. How do you take a character that is the most powerful mutant, more powerful than Charles Xavier? You know, this guy can basically do anything with his mind. But he's also schizophrenic. So he doesn't really understand himself. And so how do you how do you do that and how do you represent that in a fucking TV series? And that was my biggest concern too. Uh going in going into this and hearing about this show, I was not excited. I'm like they're going to fuck this up. That's a stupid character to even touch. But to have the Fargo guy, yeah. you know, involved in this, yeah. I definitely saw I saw some smarts when in the writing of this. Um, I think they represented his powers very well, and I think they represented how crazy he was at the same time. Um, and that that to me, like, if you can first of all represent his power set, which is basically anything he wants to do, he could do. Forget about Eleven from Stranger Things. This guy is like 
to the tenth degree, hundredth degree. This guy has way more power than that. Um, well, she was eleven, so he's to the twelfth degree. He's to the twelfth degree. <laughs> <the same thing. laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't need to. I, I don't mean to be all Poindexter. Yeah, he went from eleven here. to ten. He like took a step down for right, a second. Exactly. <laughs> but you, you, I think they represented it well. You, you're ha- you, they showed a guy that's really struggling with who he is and what he's capable of. He doesn't even know. I think that he's using powers at this point. He's even in the trailer. He blames. Uh, he blames this other girl for what happens and what ends him up in basically a psychiatric ward. It looks like probably government run. They know who he is. Yeah. They talk about how powerful he is. But he's sitting there saying, oh no, it was the girl's fault. She, you know, we, we fucking swapped places and all this stuff. And then of course they show some of the, uh, what's going on in his mind, which I think is, I think that worked really well. Like, you have to show the craziness that's going on in this guy's thought processes mm-hmm. to understand who this character is. And I think they did that. Um, it, for me, it was a total Tupperware. Mm-hmm. I, I am very fucking excited. The dialogue was great. Like I said, the vulnerability with the most powerful mutant on the planet. Uh, I love that. I didn't expect to see any of that. And uh, I think they pulled it off really well. I don't know if I can make sense of that enough to like explain <laughs> right. it to somebody sure. who doesn't know who Legion is. or you know, I know sure. you know, but sure. I... Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really loved it. I, I'm really it's excited. It's intriguing. About it. It's yeah. intriguing. It was intriguing. It's intriguing, yeah. and I, I love who's behind it. Noah yeah. Hawley. I'm a huge fan of Noah Hawley. I have full trust in him. I have full trust in the network. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I'm gonna uh, right now. I'm gonna go ahead and freeze it, but this could definitely be a Tupperware by the time I watch. Uh, who else watched this? That wants I to watched talk about it. it. It was a solid taste. It for me, like I, I was intrigued by it. I I laughed at the scene when he was like kind of talking about a dance number or some Yoga crazy dancing, shit. Yeah, yeah, and and the guy's like, you don't have to talk about that part, you know. And yeah. he was like, oh, okay, sorry about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I thought that was a really fun moment. The show looked to be a lot more fun and kitschy, and then yet very serious at times than I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. So I was very intrigued by it too. I, I taste the trailer. You don't have a rating for this trailer? I gotta... You don't, don't, free, don't be a bitch and freeze this shit. It's a, it's a, we're not asking you what you think about the show. What do you think about this trailer? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Fucking Jake's grabbing his balls and calling me out. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna taste it as well, man. All right, all right. I, I, it, 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 I'm gonna give it a taste it on the fact that I'm intrigued. I, I think the main the, the main actor. I think like uh, I think they did a good job casting, man. I agree. I, I think they did a good job casting. I think they did a, did a really good job of showing like the government agency, like the the guy that's behind the government agency. Yeah. Um, you want to know like it seems like they know more about the mutants than he does yeah absolutely and he is a mutant and uh, I'm intrigued man I'm intrigued I I think by the time all said and done I'm probably going to Tupperware this I love Noah Hawley yeah but just from what I saw from the trailer I got to taste it because it was so fucking out there Sean did you see this shit I did I was going to freeze it but I don't want to be a bitch <laughs> it ain't an announcement. You saw some footage. Uh, yeah, no, it looks cool, man. I can't. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm very interested in seeing it. So I don't really know a lot about Legion. You know, I've seen the covers and stuff, but I never really picked up the comic book. But um, I'm really interested. It's, it's a comic book TV show, so I'm definitely gonna watch. You know, whatever episode, how many episodes it is, and I'll be the judge from there. You know, what I mean, if if I really like it, you know, what I mean, I'll be talking about that shit. But if I don't, then you know, it is what it is. I say this is a show you're probably gonna have to give three episodes. Yeah, I agree with that. Give it three episodes. Like, if you watch the pilot, I think you're still, you might even be lost on the pilot. <laughs> yeah. I say give it three episodes. If you don't like it after three episodes, then drop it. I give it that three episode rule. So I, th- 
think I do, I do agree with you guys though. Uh, Fargo is amazing. Yeah, right? and yeah. Fargo in itself is a mind fuck in many ways. So I think they're perfect for this, and yeah. I, I did see shades of that. So I, I'm excited. I'm real excited. The worst part of the show is if it's popular, there'll be more shitty Legion comics. Yeah, yeah, those comics <laughs> suck. They really do. They yeah. were never good. Never yeah, good. the last one that came out right after Marvel. Now mm. I, it, it, I didn't like it. Yeah, cool concept for a character, yeah. but they've never pulled yeah. off a good story. Agreed. No. Uh, guys, let's talk about the the Marvel panel. There's the Marvel panel that took place in Hall H on Saturday. It was confirmed that Brie Larson from Room will be playing Carol Danvers in the upcoming Captain Marvel movie. Uh, I know we've talked about this in the past. Uh, Sean, I know your thoughts on the movie Room because I listened to you talk about uh, that movie in your episode. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Brie Larson playing Carol Danvers in Captain Marvel? Uh, you know what? I'm cool with it. You know what? It's thank god they finally did it already you know uh i think everybody maybe wanted somebody different but you know look i'm cool with brie larson i think she's a great actor i thought room was don't amazing. you dare say that mma fighter ronda rousey don't you <laughs> no, fucking fuck dare no, dude fuck no, no you, you can't act for shit i got the entourage <laughs> movie she's horrible are you talking about Charlize theron i would i would have been cool with Charlize theron okay okay i know i and i agree i think she would have been a good choice too yeah, yeah. i was thinking um, her like starbuck yeah, uh, I never liked that choice. To be I liked her. I liked her. I agree with you on that. I forget the actress's name. Yeah, already. Oh, no, I know exactly who you're talking K- about. Katie Sackhoff. Yeah, Katie Sackhoff. That, that, yeah. she was one of the first ones. I would, I would have liked her. Yeah. No, she's way too old for the role. <laughs> way too, yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. She's way too old. Well, I mean, Captain Marvel is a. I, I mean, she's an older character in the comics. Yeah. yeah. I mean. So it's the first time we're seeing her in the universe, though. We can have some youth in, in, into it a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I think they want to keep it a younger character because they probably plan on having her doing these films for about 10 years. Right. But in the comics, in the 616, I mean, she's a colonel in the Air Force, so she's an older character in her 40s. Yeah, and there's no draw. Like, if the poster says Katie Sackhoff is Captain Marvel... I and mean, what's the fucking draw there? Yeah, I, I can say the same thing about Brie Larson. Um, yeah. At I least mean, you could put Academy Award winning Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I agree. I agree with that. But I think like if you would have got Charlize Theron, more people would have been. I think Brie Larson's the better choice. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% behind this. I Tupperware this news. But I don't think Brie Larson's like huge draw at this point. No. I think, I think you're kind of, even though she's got that Academy Award, I think you're still starting off in Chris Hemsworth and Chris Evans territory with this selection. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, Brian, let me ask you guys, how they introduced her in, in like, you know, during the panel was really kind of shitty though. They were kind of like, oh, well, we'll just bring her out now and just kind of, you know, bring her out. Like, it wasn't really like hype. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, we'll just throw her in. It was very much an afterthought. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, I felt like they felt like everyone was already ahead of the ahead of the curve on the news, and they didn't treat it like it was big breaking news. Mm. Right. So it it's was possible. kind of frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it was basically just like, okay, yeah, the contract just got signed. So yeah. I mean, the ink just dried, and I, we all knew it was probably happening. Yeah. Next, Kevin Feige brought out Ryan Coogler. He's the director for uh, Creed. He's also going to be directing Black Panther. And that film, they announced it's going to start filming in January. They brought out the cast of Black Panther, including Chadwick Boseman, Lupita Nyong'o, and Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan's role has been confirmed. He is going to be playing Eric Killmonger. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's a native of Wakanda. He was born under the name of uh, Najataka. 
when Ulysses Claw and his mercenaries attacked Wakanda, they press ganged Najatika's father into helping them. When Claw was defeated, the father died and his family was exiled. Najatika ended up in Harlem, New York, nursing a hatred against the supervillain and T'Challa, the king who exiled him. He changed his name to Eric Killmonger and studied at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, uh, desperate to avenge his father's death. Uh, we, we called this casting. Yeah, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, we did. He eventually contacted King T'Challa, and he was uh, repatriated back to Wakanda, setting settling in a village that would later change its name to Nidajaka Village in his honor. He became a submersive with dreams of ridding Wakanda of what he termed white colonialist cultural influences and return it to, uh, entirely to its ancient ways. Hmm. So, um, I, man, I, I'm, I'm excited about, I'm excited about this cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited about the villain. Michael B. Oh my God. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, That's we got cool. we got some more cast additions too, didn't we? Um, isn't Michonne from Walking Dead now announced to be in this movie? Really? Did yeah, they did. They did yeah, they did announce that like yesterday, today even. I think it was. No, it was yesterday during the same presentation. Was it? They announced that she would be in this flick too. I thought, right? Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. Oh, Sean, did you hear that news? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, she uh, she's one of the uh, the bodyguards. I think. Isn't oh, oh, that's yeah. cool. oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was a huge coup for her, you know, oh, to yeah. get put in one of these Marvel movies. So, yeah. so yeah, those female bodyguards that are yeah. his bodyguard—I can't remember their their names. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. That's we saw cool. we saw them in the in in Civil War. Yeah, yeah, we saw the one. Yeah, Sean, you liked that booty, didn't you, dude? Oh my god, yo, that thing was like poking out at me. I could have put I could have put a coffee mug on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> How big that thing was? I was like, damn. Sean was like, oh my god, thank God I'm here in IMAX 3D. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Got all 3D. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Guys, next up in the... Uh, I'm upset we didn't get a teaser for Black Panther. I was really hoping that we did. Well, they hadn't started, started filming yeah, in January. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could have put together some sort of a sizzle reel or something. Yeah, yeah it would have been like, nice to see something. Something. Maybe some concept art. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe a concept art of Wakanda, stuff like that. Yeah, that been very cool. just something. Uh, they next showed a sizzle reel of, uh, Thor Ragnarok, uh, showing concept art, which included Jeff Goldblum as the Grand Master and Idris Elba, uh, his Heimdall in battle. So Jeff Goldblum in battle with the Grand Master, uh, as Grand Master with Idris Elba, uh, and early CGI tests that included the Hulk wearing Planet Hulk gladiator armor. Uh, definitely... Uh, gotta get that uh, Hulk in the gladiator armor so we can sell some new toys, <laughs> new Funko Pops, and all that stuff. The gladiator armor and the battle hammer were on display at San Diego Comic Con for all the uh, people there uh, that were visiting to see. Did you guys see those? I did. They were super cool. Very I saw cool. that. The helmet, the Hulk's helmet, was awesome. Uh, they were. Uh, they then showed some footage, which I'm going to go ahead and describe now for you. There was a scene in which Thor and Hulk, both in armor, find themselves in a gigantic gladiator arena. They're standing opposed to one another and rushing to slam into the other and begin combat. Hmm. Uh, there were more shots which included a look at Gila, who's played by Kate Blanchett. In a horned and badass-looking headdress. Nice. Gila's headdress is so, like, 
visual. It's like yeah. stands out in the comic. They always put it on the cover. Right. I love it. They have. They can't not do that justice. They, oh, Marvel's so good with their costumes. Yeah. They're going to knock it out of the park. The final shot featured the big bad villain of the film. It's not confirmed, but I'm going to tell you right now. It's Surtur. Yeah. Uh, the f- huge fire giant who in the Marvel comics is is the one responsible for Ragnarok, which is the destruction of Asgard. Then they show the Hulk with a hammer in hand, rushing to do battle with Surtur. Hmm. <laughs> Guys, I, I've got two thoughts on this. I love Planet Hulk. Yeah. I think Planet Hulk's awesome. Me too. I think, though, I, I've got to look at it two different ways. And, and number one, some of the reasons that we complained about Batman v Superman was the fact that they included so many different storylines into one film. Jay's, do you kind of agree with me? I mean, yeah. we got the death of Superman in the oh, third yeah, act. Yeah, I totally agree. We yeah. got hints of injustice. Doomsday. We, yeah, yeah. We, we, we've got we've got a little bit of the Dark Knight Returns in there. We've we've got. I mean, there's a lot of different stories going yeah. on within one movie. It's like. It's like Zack Snyder read the best hits of Batman and threw them into one movie. Right, yeah. The best hits of Batman and Superman. Threw them into one movie. Okay, that aside, I feel like they've Marvel's kind of taken a page out of this, and I hope it works, but it feels like they've taken, like, they, they say, like, you know what, we don't have confidence in this Thor film. It does well. Maybe it'll make 600, 600 million. But... We don't have as much confidence in the Thor solo movie as we did. And, and, and you know what? We we love the Hulk. We'll do a team-up movie. We want to do a Planet Hulk movie, but on the flip side, we don't want to do a solo Planet Hulk movie because we don't want to pay the distribution rights to Universal, which owns the distribution rights for the character. Mm-hmm. Right. So what we'll do is we'll do a team-up, and we'll inc- we'll throw in two storylines. We'll do Ragnarok, and we'll do Planet Hulk all in one movie. Mm-hmm. We'll give you the best parts of Planet Hulk, and... Then well, the rest of it will be Ragnarok, and I, I don't want Planet Hulk to be an afterthought. I, I feel like Planet Hulk maybe could be its own movie. Yeah, I, I'm going to take the opposition here. I, I think Planet Hulk is a little bit overhyped. The storyline. I, I feel like the best of Planet Hulk was really good, but the worst of Planet Hulk was really bad, and the storyline went on a little bit too long for my liking. And I feel like it's actually perfectly served to shoe in into another movie, it and just could. a piece of it. Mark Ruffalo is not going to really have a presence other than motion capture. Yeah. And I get that. And I get that in the movie universe. I totally get that. Because it's it's it, there's no banner. Yeah. Right. I don't care about Hulk's queen, and I don't give a fuck about Hulk's son. Like, okay. I just want to see the battle. And I think that's what the movie's going to give us. That's what you're going to get. And I, and I think get. it's perfectly served for that, unlike, you know, taking such iconic DC storylines and trying to wrench them into Batman v Superman well, and not this giving is, service. This is one this is probably other than like some of the Peter David stuff, this is the Hulk's probably most iconic story. Yeah. yeah I, I would I'm, agree. I'm just saying. Between that. it, maybe World War Hulk's up there. Well sure. But yeah, I agree. I think Planet Hulk has always been a little bit overhyped though. I, I don't know how popular of an opinion that is, but it was good. Yeah. But it's not fucking comics gold. And never was. I love it. It was one of my favorite Hulk stories. Yeah. yeah and then World War Hulk was my second. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't want him to fuck up one or the other because they're melding them together like that. You know. I like World War Hulk way more than this. Seeing oh, Hulk no. fucking fight Black Bolt and Doctor Jake, Fucking Strange. Right, Sean? 
Yeah. I, <laughs> oh, man. was a fucking... Yeah, I, when I seen when I read that, I was like, God damn, this is really... Like, if that was a movie, which we can't get, but that would be amazing if they could do that. But, look, if they're throwing... Th- we all know going forth, every Marvel movie is going to have some type of character from the from the from uh, their cinematic universe in it. Except for maybe Doctor Strange, because it's an origin movie. But going forth after that... You're going to see more and more, you know, players coming into these movies. So, you know, we got to get what we, you know, they're trying to get their money as much as possible. So it is what it is. We're yeah. not going to get a Hulk solo film, unfortunately. Yeah. World War Hulk. It was the payoff to Planet Hulk. Absolutely. I just felt like I, I'm, maybe I'm playing devil's advocate because I, I think this can work. I, I, I think this can be a great movie. I think Thor needs help. I agree. <laughs> yeah, he does. I agree. Thor needs help. I just felt like. I thought maybe a team-up movie is enough. I felt like if you were ever going to do a solo Hulk movie again, this might be the story you want to do. Right, right. And But, hey, you know what? Uh, I mean, Brian, look, their track, Civil War, was amazing. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't... You know, it's not like they had trouble really doing the team-up thing. So, uh, I... I, I I'm going to say Marvel's going to do a good job with that. Yeah, but that, that, see, that's that's the story of Civil War. I mean, Civil War was Civil War, and, and they changed it from the comic. But on the flip side, it's like that's the story. It's like a lot of characters are going to interact with one another. Planet Hulk, on the other hand, I mean, you know, you've got in 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 that. I mean, in the animated version, it's Beta Ray Bill. In the comic, it's Silver Surfer fighting in the Gladiator Arena arena and all that shit, and it's. It's not a it, it Thor's not involved in that story. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um and it just feels like it feels like this it, the, the the movie's called Thor Ragnarok. We'll make Thor involved in that story though. We'll make that happen. It's not going to like the movie's going to have an aside where it's just a half an hour of a Hulk movie. I know, like, we'll, no, we'll fit him in. I'm not I'm not saying this movie's going to be shit either. I'm, <laughs> I, uh, you're, you're telling me that Hulk's going to be in armor and he's going to be rushing Surtur with a fucking hammer? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah, I'm not taking Viagra ni- right now, but I've got a four-hour boner. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah, I want to see that concept art. I want to see this fucking clip. Sounds awesome. I'm just saying... I, I, I'm just... I, I, I'm trying to, I, do you understand what I'm saying though? It's like, it's like you've got, on the, you've got, you've got people talking about how DC shouldn't combine multiple stories. I completely understand what you're saying. My point yeah. is that this is the perfect story to a bridge and throw into a Thor movie. Hmm. Cause I don't think honestly it would be a good two hour movie. Well, I, it's, it's hard to do it when you, when your main character is 100% motion capture. Mm-hmm. You're looking at another Warcraft film, in my opinion. Agreed. Oh, Brian, don't do that. Warcraft was horrible. Don't throw, don't throw Hulk into that one. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying if you did it, I'm saying, I'm agreeing with Jake here. I'm saying if you did a solo Hulk movie and he, it's just Planet Hulk and he's never Banner and you never get that humanized character. Mm-hmm. You just get Hulk the entire time. I'm not, see, no. Do, do you see what I'm saying, though? No, no I see what you're saying. Yeah. I think if you did a World War Hulk movie, I, or, or, you know, Planet Hulk movie, you could throw Banner into that and find ways to have him change back and forth while he's, you know, escaping, you know, whatever alien race or, you know, whatever's going on, and then have him switch back and forth, you know, switch him to, to Hulk most of the time, but you could still have Banner play a, 
an integral part in that role if if, if they were to do it. So yeah. I, I think I think Banner will play a big role in this movie. I think that you know the, the Hulk is you know the Hulk is a Hulk, but they're going to need to play off Ruffalo as well. So yeah. that's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to see. I want to see both Banner. I want to see Banner in Asgard. I also want to see the Hulk in Asgard. I mean, right. these are things I want to see. It's hard to not want to see Mark Ruffalo like give his chops. Like I, what, what we've seen yeah. him has been has been good. I want to see Heimdall react to seeing the Hulk for the first time. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that'd be oh, good. Yeah. You know, just like <laughs> you know what I mean. This guy's seen everything. Yeah. I just want to see him react to fucking seeing like this gigantic Hulk. So. Uh, they next, uh, brought out, uh, Scott Derrickson, the director of Doctor Strange, and the cast of Doctor Strange, including Benedict Cumberbatch, Chuetel Ejiofor, Tilda Swinton, Mads Mikkelsen, and Benedict Wan, uh, Wong. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen said this about his character, uh, Cassilius, my character believes a better world, a better universe. He just thinks there's a better way to find this path. He's not a villain in the classic sense. He's a believer. Scott Derrickson then showed uh, some footage from the film, which included a clip of Stephen Strange meeting the Ancient One for the first time, and then her separating his astral form from his physical form. That then led to a real showing more from the film, which included the first encounter between Doctor Strange and Wong. Benedict Wong, Wong said this about his character in the film, I wasn't really comfortable being the manservant, tea maker. We're bringing him to a modern update. Wong went on to call his character a master of mystic arts and a drill sergeant. Um, guys, we all saw the trailer. What did you think about the new Doctor Strange trailer? Uh, Jay, give it a taste it or a high taste. <laughs> Jake, go ahead and Tupperware it. Frank, listen to whatever the fuck Jake said. Well, I, I, I give it a low taste it. I was extremely underwhelmed by this trailer, to be honest with you. Um, I'm still excited for this movie. I love the character of Doctor Strange. But neither of these trailers have has really blown my dick off in any way whatsoever. Uh, I wasn't very intrigued by the villain. I, I thought the best part of the trailer was the laugh I got from the Wi-Fi password joke. Oh yeah, Twitter led you for yeah uh, with the Wi-Fi. I I, I cannot good. lie, I laughed at that joke. <laughs> oh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. But yeah, I low taste it, verging on to a toss it. Wow, I, mean, I feel like. I still feel like it's a Scott Derrickson, Doctor Strange movie. We keep getting hyped about how this is such a different type of Marvel movie that we've never seen before. But it does not feel like that from the two trailers that we've seen so far to me. All right. I'm shocked. Uh, Jay. Uh, I'm tossing it. I'll toss it for you. I fucking was bored to death with this. Um, Cumberbatch is not doing anything for me. The character interplays. None of these characters are exciting to me whatsoever. And I like Doctor Strange. But the interactions between him and the Ancient One, Barry Mordor, even Mads Mikkelsen scenes, none of that stuff really... Nothing that they are doing so far is exciting me. I'm not tossing the movie by any standards. I'm just saying this trailer, I thought... Was boring as fuck. It was it, not a great trailer. It just it, there was it, the they showed me more of uh, the the magic use and the special effects, which I think look cool, but nothing was blowing my mind in that regard. And again, I want that shit to blow my mind if we're talking about Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I they do it right in the comic books. Why the fuck can't you do it right on screen? And you have really great characters here, and I didn't see. I, there was nothing that excited me about Cumberbatch playing Doctor Strange yet, and if he if he fucks this up, it's going to ruin the whole movie. And 
all the supporting cast as well. I, there wasn't a single scene where I'm like, oh, cool, cool. That never happened during this trailer. So I have to toss it. Oh, wow. Rachel McAdams giving doe eyes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do want this to be good. I really do. I like Doctor Strange. I think it's great that they're going in a new direction. And I think this could be an interesting take for the Marvel Universe. And This, this trailer sucked. Uh, in my opinion, it sucked. Sean, what did you think, man? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Jake, man. I, I give it – it didn't It didn't do anything for me at all. Like I, I guess because we've already seen the trailers already. So it doesn't – it's like you're just throwing another trailer in with some more special effects, very Inception-level type effects. But it – it doesn't i'm not sold on it like i'm like yeah i, I want to see the movie i can't wait to see it but i think they're really dropping the ball on a lot of the maybe i'm losing some stuff but i remember watching the cartoon and the, the marvel cartoon and i thought that was really good with the demons and like they played all that really well in the beginning i haven't seen any of that yet so maybe they'll play into that but i'm yeah, I, I give it. I give it. Taste it like very low too, because it really wasn't that good. So, all right, Frank, what did you think? I'm gonna taste it because the the special effects look really good, and this trailer was really, 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 really heavy on the effects. That was really the only draw that I had. It does look incredibly neat, but I, I'm not feeling anything at all from the characters. Like it, it's all that's all flat to me. I don't know them at all from the comics because I haven't ever read them, but I'm not like excited about them at all it's just more like what sean said in inception level type stuff from mm -hmm. the cg and that does look cool and i like the shit where like they're explaining his powers a little bit more like you could teleport from here to there like in an instant and shit but again that's still just all the effects like i want to like benedict cumberbatch in this role and i i feel nothing for him whatsoever I'm going to low taste this one, man. It's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, you got a director like Scott Derrickson in here, mm -hmm. and I want him to give me a sense of danger from like the main villain. Agreed. Agreed. I want horror. Yeah. You, you get a guy like Scott Derrickson to direct this thing. I want to feel like, yeah, I, I, I loved Benedict Cumberbatch's look as Doctor Strange, the costume. Mm -hmm. The costume looks fantastic. It I, does, yeah. I love seeing the cape being whipped around and, and that kind of shit. And I, I, I loved, I did love the scene between, uh, him and Baron Mordo. You know what I mean? With mm -hmm. the fucking, the, the Wi-Fi password and shit like that. Yeah, it was a great moment. But like, as far as like Mads Mickelson, like, which is like, if I were to have Aaron Claude Miller on this show right now, he mm -hmm. would praise this actor. He loves him in Hannibal. Mm -hmm. He loves Mad Mickelson. And I felt like, you're not showcasing the director's talents or Mads Mikkelsen's talents in this trailer. I want to, I want to feel why I want to feel like, why should I be scared about this villain? Right. Instead of him just having like really fucking evil looking makeup on <laughs> and looking at the screen, like intently and like angry or whatever. I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling any sense of fear or like, like, like what other than, doing this inception bullshit like with the city flipping over on itself like what am i looking at like what's going on <laughs> yeah it felt like more of the same too yeah. it felt like the same trailer just mm -hmm. more of the same trailer yeah i think it says a lot that we're, this is marvel's san diego comic-con hall h presentation dr strange is obviously the movie they have the most stuff they could show us of yes and it's not the grand finale right. of the presentation, mm -hmm. which to me even says that Marvel themselves don't have 100% faith in this movie. Mm. So it's kind of frustrating. 
I tossed Marvel's Hall H performance, period, because I they agree. didn't show any trailers. They showed nothing. It was really weak this year. It was weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of studios feel burned by San Diego Comic-Con. They really do. I mean, like, you've got, like, Fox and some of these other places that have come there, and then, like, they just wanted to show, like, their trailer, and they don't understand how, like, the internet works and how people record their shit and release <laughs> their shit. Yeah. And then they feel big burned by San Diego Comic-Con. This is the first real presence I felt like Marvel's had in a long time. It just didn't live up to some of the other things that I saw. I think Warner Brothers is definitely the bell of the ball when it comes to these San Diego Comic-Cons. I mean, between the the Harry Potter franchises, the DC franchises, the Lego franchises, like they're not afraid to show their shit. Mm -hmm. And they show it at the presentation, and then it's immediately released online in HD. Let's go back a couple years when all we got was that fucking – they didn't even let Ben Affleck say anything on stage. We got a shot of uh, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, and Henry Cavill up on stage. Yeah. They didn't get any ch- – really, they didn't get to say anything. And all we got was the Wonder Woman concept art. Right. That's true. It's true. This but year, they're definitely they, the bell of the yes. fucking ball. Agreed. I, well, that I'm back just, against the wall too. You got to understand that. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. that's true. The reception of you know Batman v Superman wasn't that great. Yeah. So they got to they got to bring balls to the wall on yeah. that shit because <laughs> timing is everything. That's a great point. They can have Scott Derrickson come out and take a shit on stage <laughs> and then in the presentation, and they're still going to make fucking a trillion dollars. So. That's true. <laughs> Guys, uh, let's. Uh, it was uh, then time on in Hall H to bring in director John Watts and uh, our Peter Parker, Tom Holland for Spider Man Homecoming. John Watts said this about the film, quote, It's a pretty cool universe to be a part of. It's a high school movie. It's about a 15-year-old kid. This is the ground level of the Marvel Universe. We know what it's like to be a billionaire playboy inventor. We know what it's like to be an alien god. We're going to know what it's like to go to the astral plane. And now we're going to know what it's like to just get finished with puberty and be in the 10th grade. He then showed some footage from the film. Uh, the trailer opens with a really cool montage that is set to Joan Jett's Bad Reputation that shows all of the Avengers high school yearbook photos to show you that all heroes have a beginning. So they're going to show probably like Robert Downey Jr.'s high school photo. Scarlett Johansson with some he, acne. He, oh, wow. Yeah, she used to look terrible. Yeah. I heard that they're even going to show Doctor Strange. Oh, wow. Uh, as new as the character is. Wow. Uh, hopefully, like, we get some Hawkeye and all those. <laughs> and I think that'd be great. The trailer then cuts to Midtown High to show a breakdown of Peter Parker's day. In addition to going to classes and checking out pretty girls from afar, he's working hard on maintaining his crime-fighting lifestyle. There's a scene of Peter in high school, and he has to cut class early to go and be Spider-Man. And a particular student is suspicious of his behavior and might be on to him being Spider-Man. She says, where do you have to go, Peter, in a very accusing manner right before admitting that she doesn't actually care where he's going? There's a scene of Peter watching a YouTube video later on in the in the footage that they showed of him fighting Giant Man from uh, the Civil War movie while he's in class. There's also a scene of him making web formula in class. Uh, and then the footage ends with a glimpse at the vulture in action, which we're all guessing is going to be Michael Keaton. Yeah, uh, guys, uh, love it. Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, nice. Sounds good. I mean, it would have been nice to see some of this stuff. Sure, exactly. I love it. I love the sound of it. Yeah. Love it. Tom, I love Tom Holland Tupperware. Uh, nothing's changed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited about this. I, it sounds great. I I want the focus to be him in school. 
I, I like right now him being Spider Man is secondary for me. So I and I don't care about the villain at this point. What, I wanna, you just want to watch Degrassi High? What the fuck? No, 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 no. If you're if you're talking about fucking John Hughes and freaks and geeks, it better be fucking good, and it, it better be centered on him at that school interacting with people his age. I, I, the Spider Man thing, I hope it's great. I'm sure it will be. Him yeah. as Spider Man, I'm sure it's gonna be fucking great. Yeah. I'm more concerned about his interaction. Want to see some good ass Peter Parker? And that's what this sounds like. Though. I I want that too, but I want I want Iron Man and fucking. Spider-Man kicking some fucking ass. That'll be there. You know that's going to be there. Like, that's a given. Yeah. What's not a given to me is how how well this is going to play. And if you're uh, going to fucking say Freaks and Geeks and John Hughes, you better fucking bring it. That better be good. Uh, if you're going to bring that up every well, fucking Jay, time. Jay, Jay, let me throw this out to you. They've already cast Martin Starr, who was in Freaks, Freaks and oh, Geeks. Oh, I know, I know. He's cast. And you know who else is who, who's writing this? One of the cast members from Freaks and Geeks. Right, right. The other kid. Okay, I'm just I, saying, and I think this. I know, I know, Marvel. You better bring it, because Jay, Jay, Jay's gonna fuck you over, Marvel. I'm saying this sounds good. I'm My not... name's Jay, and if Marvel doesn't bring it, I'm gonna rake you over the coals because I gave fucking Civil War a high taste. It. <laughs> goddamn Tupperware, because that's the best fucking movie I've seen all goddamn year. I'm saying this sounds good. I'm not disagreeing with you at all. I'm saying this sounds good. I'm just worried. If you're going to keep bringing that up, that should be what oh, it is. Yeah, you'll have a chance to beat off the DC in about ten minutes here. So, <laughs> goddamn. They probably have an aneurysm. Can you please give that movie a please a uh, Tupperware? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to. I have to freeze it. I mean, I, without footage to see, it's hard to to tell if they're if they're hitting these notes that I want. I, I kind of agree with what Jay's saying here. Oh fuck off! I'm saying this sounds good though. I'm not disagreeing with it you sound, at all. I, I, it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, but it's easy to write it on paper sounding good. Exactly. Without seeing it. Exactly. That disguise. Basically, my rating is just based off a uh, uh, Tom Holland. I love the Civil <laughs> yeah. War. I'm just saying Tupperware. I'm just hearing shit. I'm just saying Tupperware. I thought it was a no brainer, but apparently you guys got to be on. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. We're Debbie Downers. <laughs> Sean. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you- yeah, I, I liked it, man. It's yeah, I like what I heard. Again, fucking Marvel. Give me something to see. So, like, give me a. They did give us a, a nice picture, you know, <laughs> which is nice. But again, I don't really think the Vulture should even be in this movie yet. Like, I don't understand why they're even going to that level already when they could literally just throw him into a Sinister Six movie and call it a day. But they're making him the main villain, which I don't understand. Like, uh, to be fair, isn't the cast- Vulture in issue two of the comic book? Well, and you cast Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Is but is he the vulture? I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, he's got to be the vulture, man. He just did fucking Birdman, dude. He's got to be the vulture. Maybe he's Shocker. <laughs> well, maybe he's like Shocker is in this movie too. Two in the pink, one in the stick. <laughs> I th- I can also see Michael Keaton being Tinkerer. That seems a very Michael Keaton character, and we know he's in this movie too. Right. God, I would love to see. Him. <clears throat> I would love to actually. This would have been a view from Craven's standpoint. That mm. would have been. No, not to start off. No, I love Craven. Nah, I, I don't I, think. I, I don't think. I think Vulture is a better start off villain than Craven, though. Okay. I think Craven works better once you've established the character of this new Spider-Man to have Craven really come in and just turn his world fucking upside down. Okay. You know, that doesn't work. I don't think in movie one. Yeah, I want to see. I, yeah, it doesn't work in movie one. I think in like at least like maybe movie three if we're going Harry Potter. I want to see Spider-Man scared. Mm-hmm. Buried fucking alive by Craven. Yeah. Okay. 
All right, guys. Uh, let's see here. Then it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 time as uh, director James Gunn took the stage with some of the Ravagers in full makeup on stage with them. Gunn then brought out the main cast, Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista, Palm Clementiev, who's playing uh, Mantis and has the weirdest fucking name I ever saw. <laughs> uh, Karen Gillan's coming back as Nebula. Elizabeth Debicki as... Uh, Ayesha, which was, that was a big kind of a reveal. Uh, she's gonna be Ayesha, which is Kismet from the comics. Uh, and then Kurt Russell came out. And we also found out who Kurt Russell's gonna be. We'll talk about that here in a moment. But, uh, Ayesha, uh, is also known as Kismet, um, also known as Paragon. Uh, was the second attempt by the Enclave to ar- artificially create a super powerful being in the in this cit- in the cit- citadel of science, the Beehive. Um, their first attempt was him, later known as Adam Warlock. Basically, this character. Let me just cut to the chase. She's basically the female Adam Warlock. She came from a cocoon, and she might have been. Uh, what came out of that cocoon that we saw in the ah. first Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Not Adam Warlock. Wow. So that's that's the story that we're looking at there. Um, I, I don't know if we're going to get Adam Warlock now with this announcement. Yeah. Yeah. Not anytime soon. I don't think anymore. I wonder why they're so hesitant on Adam Warlock. Like, I don't know. It just seems like that's a no-brainer. Like, awesome, awesome. Adam Warlock. I don't yes. think anyone knows who he is except comic geeks, though. Well, they don't know who she is either. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. Yeah, it's like why bring her in if you can't? Yeah, I mean, why? You know what I mean? It's, it's like weird. if you got Thanos, it's like bring in Adam Warlock. I know. There's the antithesis. I get it. I I, no, I get what you're saying. Maybe weird. post post Infinity Gauntlet, you bring in Adam Warlock. Okay. Put him into that guardian of the of the gems position, like he was in the comic. Yeah, hmm. yeah, you could do that. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good point. They then showed a uh, scene from the movie that played for everybody in attendance uh, in Hall H. It's Baby Groot. He's assisting a captured Yondu, played by Michael Rooker and Rocket Raccoon, by retrieving, after multiple attempts, uh, Yondu's experimental fin, which brings the character's visual much closer to the comic book incarnation. Hmm. The Ravagers see that Baby Groot is too cute to kill, so they think he's harmless. And then he gets Yandu's fin, which Yandu uses that flying arrow, that whistling arrow, and then he kills all of the Ravagers to escape the ship that they are held on. To the Stacking tomb. bodies like left and right, from what I hear. Too. <laughs> yeah. Like hundreds, he kills hundreds of people. Awesome! Like it's triple what the scene in the first movie was, from what I hear. This is all to the tune of uh, "Come a Little Bit Closer" by Jay and the Americans. <laughs> uh, that's the first song that they uh, that they kind of like. Um, it's concrete that's going to be in volume two. Then Groot gets his revenge on a guard that tries to poke his eyes out earlier in a clip. Uh, I hear that you see a running and screaming six-inch baby Groot running straight at him. Uh, <laughs> that should be hilarious. I don't know how he gets his revenge, but it should be pretty awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I heard he's riding Yondu's shoulder and screaming. Oh, really? it's, oh, Yond- Yondu's running towards them okay. as Baby Groot is screaming from Yondu's shoulder. Okay, I hadn't heard that. That's cool. Yeah, it sounds really cool. And I also heard James Gunn say that the two songs they used are aren't confirmed to be in the movie that these are both unfinished clips and he just wanted to throw two musical pieces okay in there. i kind of figured that they would be because we got ooga chaka ooga 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 chaka in the first trailer that we saw and it did make it to the final film. right yeah so. right. 
Uh, next was the first Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 official trailer, which even included a first look at Sylvester Stallone in the film, who is said to be one of the Ravagers. And a huge reveal, Kurt Russell, who is playing Star-Lord's father, will not be Jason, but will be Ego, Ego the Living Planet from the comics, uh, who took the form, uh, who took human form. Hmm. Uh, I heard opposite about Stallone. I heard Stallone is a Nova Corps, and he gets into a fight with Yondu, oh, wow. the Ravager. It's, then you might be right. I, like the, the earlier rumors, because I'm going off of previous rumors that I heard, was that he was going to be a Ravager. But if you've heard something coming out of the panel saying that he's going to be a Nova Corps, hopefully we'll get a scene of him saying, I am the law. <laughs> okay. I, I'm a freak for Guardians, as you guys know. And I, I read like 800 fucking articles about this panel and was like scouring the Internet for someone's fucking cell phone footage of this motherfucking mm-hmm. thing to know if, if anyone out there has that. I would kill to see the fucking dirty cell phone footage of this fucking trailer. <laughs> Jake, I looked just like you did. I didn't find shit. Ugh. It was the same thing two years ago. Yeah. Like we, like this, I think I saw every trailer, but the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer was the last one I saw. Like even like, I, like, uh, for the longest time, the X-Men Days of Future Past trailer eluded me for a long time and I finally got to see it. Yeah. But yeah, I heard we, we see Stallone wearing like John C. Riley's like, Outfit, oh, okay. and that he's a Nova Corps, and he gets any fights Yondu. You're probably right. I didn't do as much research as I used to do in previous San Diego Comic Cons. <laughs> no. It's like, a lot I, of fucking research. It's a lot. It's a lot. I didn't do as much as you ever did either, but for this, I was like, I, I couldn't, if, if I wasn't doing the podcast, I would have read just as much as I fucking could have about this. Right. Um, let's see here. There was also another song from Awesome Mix Volume 2 that was heard. Uh, it played throughout the entire trailer. Uh, it was, uh, The Chain, uh, by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, cool. That's yeah. what was played. This is why I hope these songs aren't in the, f- I hate this fucking song. Oh, I love The Chain. <laughs> it's my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. What's funny though is like the way these movies use these songs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, um, who would have thought that, uh, what was it? T- was it Time in a Bottle? Was that, what was the song? Pina yeah. Colada, maybe? I was talking about um, Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah. When Quicksilver's running around. Yeah, yeah, when Quicksilver's running around. Like, who would have thought that that song could be badass? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. And it was badass. It was. I yeah. agree. Interesting use of the song. Uh, the, the, here's a description about the trailer, the official trailer that they showed. This the description comes from Screen Rant. They said the trailer opens with the Guardians on top of an alien skyscraper awaiting an interdimensional beast that they have been hired to kill. Uh, Gamora is holding an alien rifle, which surprises Quill, who assumes swords are her go-to weapon. Zim- uh, Gamora then chastises Quill for thinking she'd try to take on an interdimensional alien with a sword. <laughs> the scene ends with the alien creature appearing in the sky. The rest of the trailer is a sizzle reel of fun shots and hat tips to the original film. Each of the characters gets a quick spotlight moment. Star-Lord is showing is shown gearing up for battle, his helmet rematerializing over his face and blasting off. Gamora is shown leaping at that interdimensional creature and stabbing it with her sword. <laughs> Maybe the rifle wasn't the best choice after all. Rocket is shown once again spinning in circles, firing guns, this time with Groot on his shoulder. <laughs> Drax is shown standing on an alien planet, looking up and saying, screw spaceships. That's a metaphor. <laughs> and then in a different shot, stabbing an organic looking wall repeatedly. New Guardian Mantis is introduced to the team. 
Ego, Kurt Russell's character, is revealed as Star-Lord's father, explaining that before Peter Quill was born, he took human form and met Quill's mother. Drax questions if Ego's human's, human form includes a penis, to which Ego replies, Yes, Drax, I do have a penis. A pretty good one, too. <laughs> I heard that got a huge Hall H pop for that, for sure. that moment, too. Yeah, I am sure. I also heard um, Peter calls um, Rocket a raccoon. At some point in this, and Rocket gets really upset about it. You think he would know by now? I think he's doing it on purpose, oh, okay. just to fuck with them. Because then, up. then he calls him a space panda after he gets upset <laughs> about that. So oh, I think he's funny. just fucking with Rocket at this point. Nice, nice. Uh, Jay, you're not looking forward to this one. <laughs> I mean, I, it's, it's it's getting old, man. It's getting real fucking old, dude. I'm, I'm not looking forward to this. I, one. <laughs> I, I don't understand. I I didn't like the first one. I I just didn't. What? You didn't like Guardians of the Galaxy? No, that no, no, I didn't. I've talked about it before. Sean, what was, what'd you say about that again? I, I can't believe they didn't like it. I, I know. Was, it's, it, I know it's weird. We've said it oh ad nauseum, so I was going to let you have the floor on what the hell's wrong with Jay here. Yeah. No, I'm not going to – hey, man, you guys don't opinion, man. I, <laughs> I, I don't understand. Like that was a very fun movie, man. So Jay, you know doesn't, like, wrong? Jay doesn't like to have fun, Sean. <laughs> you know what's wrong with that movie is everybody's alive in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will never understand the toxic yeah, rating Jay, of Guardians. Can I say, Jay, you're – you balance, you're balanced sometimes, cause like sometimes I'm like, oh shit, you love that movie, but then you're like, oh, I hate that movie. So yeah. it's, you got uh, a different, you got a weird taste sometimes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I can't help it. If I could change that opinion, make everyone happy, I would, but I can't, man. I fucking, I didn't like it. Sometimes I'm fighting for you. I'm like, yes, he loved that movie. Don't fight like, oh. for me. I'll let you down every time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. All we have left is DC News. Sean, are you good, man? Are you good? Are we killing you? It's 11. I'm good, man. I I, I got to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning, but I'm good. Buddy. Oh, shit. Oh, oh, dude, man. Dude, it's, dude. A good, it's a good thing there wasn't much DC News. Yeah. I, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, guys, we are back. It is the part of the show I know Jay's been waiting for. He's been <laughs> tossing everything else, but now it is time for Tupperware DC News from Jay. Here we go, DC News. Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. Jay, I don't even want you to talk in this whole stuff. <laughs> like, I'm just going to assume it's all Tupperware for you. Okay. All right. So we're just going to go I'll off take that. a break. We're going to go off that assumption. <laughs> all right. Uh, ben Affleck at the Warner Brothers DC panel finally confirmed, as well as we all suspected, that he will direct the solo Batman film. And will co-write with DC's very own Jeff Johns. Uh, the rumors are that this movie will be more about Batman and his roots as a detective, and some of the movie could take place in Arkham Asylum with multiple villains being involved. My question to you is, uh, I think we can all agree that this is a great move of having him direct it. Yeah. It's great that he's finally made it official. We all thought it was going to be official. It's great that Jeff Johns is involved in this. My question to you is, 
the big question is like we, that's stupid. Oh, do you like that news? And somebody's like, No, I don't like that news. I think that news is stupid. Fuck <laughs> off. Whatever. You're a fucking idiot. It's great fucking news. It's great fucking news. We're getting a great director. Yeah, right? Jeff Johns writing. Yeah, Jeff instead John- of David Goyer. Exa- Jeff Johns. We got Ben Affleck directing. Fantastic news. All right, my question to you is: Could this be with Batman at his roots as a detective, with Ben Affleck behind this, directing this? Could this be another, another comic book movie that is in consideration for an Oscar? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I'm going to say nay. I mean, what what else are we talking about in this company? Dark Knight was it nominated for Best Picture though? Dark Knight, we had anything, anything. Yeah, I don't know if it was nominated for Best Picture, but we did have Best Actor. Yeah, right. You know, so I, I'm best just think, supporting, right? Best supporting, yeah, because Bale would be the best. So, uh, do, do you think it's possible that it could be up for any sort of like? Uh, I mean, even cinematography. Or I something. wouldn't rule it out. I wouldn't rule it out. Costume and design, maybe. I, it's not. Well, Star Wars can get special effects and costume, and Lord of the Rings costume and design and shit. I'm not. I'm talking about. I'm talking about like best picture or a best actor, or best supporting actor. I don't. You got Jared Leto possibly being in this movie. We don't know what the story's going to be. It's yeah. not that it won't deserve it. It's just the Academy are a bunch of snobs that never give credit where credit is due when it comes to this genre. Right. Yeah, that's right. that's what I was going to say. I, I don't see it for any Batman film ever. I mean, I, I just don't. I don't think they're ever going to consider it for that. Well, Heath Ledger, that's that's where I'm going off. And not of. to take away from Heath Ledger, but honestly, I don't think the Academy would would have given him his due without died. his death. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. All right. That answers that question. We saw the new Suicide Squad trailer that came out. Not going to break it down because we're going to be talking about it in the next couple of weeks. I am going to say that I loved everything that I saw. I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, okay, you know, Will Smith, we see Will Smith being Will Smith, he's not Deadshot. I feel like, uh, you get Will Smith to be Will Smith. Um, and I thought, I think I saw enough Deadshot in this. I, I thought it was a nice blend of Deadshot and Will Smith. I would agree with you. I think I'm finally on board with Will Smith after yeah. seeing these trailers. Yeah. Um, I, I was, I was impressed with where they're taking his character as kind of a leadership role. Um, and the team looked great. I mean, the team looks so good together. And the way they edited and cut this, it was a fantastic trailer. The scene at him and the... Oh, well, that's it's you. Um. <laughs> I, um, this is actually the one trailer that I skipped because I um, have just seen enough Suicide Squad. I, I'm in love with what I've seen. I know I'm going to see this movie. I'm just yeah. kind of like at a hold still. Like, I just want to wait to see it. Was there any new music in this trailer? No. no, no, there wasn't new music, but there was like extended scenes. Like it's nothing that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. It was just extended scenes of what we've seen. Like the bar scene, yeah. we got to see like a lot more of Will Smith as Deadshot yeah. mm-hmm. being Will, the leader. Will Smith no, they, and they, we they actually played a, a Rick Ross track actually. Oh yeah, that's oh, right. Nice. That's right they did. Yeah. Yeah, it was real it was real like hood. <laughs> so um, I was like, "Ooh, I like this." Like I like my head was like, "Ooh, this is this is dope." Like yeah. it, it looks good, man. It looks great. And, and, and we saw more of, uh, of like, Killer Croc and Boomerang. So, basically, they showed more of the characters we hadn't seen so much of and, and, and Enchantress. Yeah. And I think they all look great. It, it really worked really well. I yeah. Don't know. We'll be breaking down Suicide Squad in two weeks anyway. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, we saw uh, the Wonder Woman trailer. Uh, we, we saw uh, – was it 
this year that we saw, or was it like late last year uh, when they uh, showed just some of the sizzle reel, the footage? Late last year. Yeah. Late last yeah. year, that whole Kevin Smith, Jeff John special that they had. We saw that, and I loved what I saw there. Uh, I really loved what I saw here in this trailer. I give it the, I give this a Tupperware. I, I think it's fantastic. Um, what did you guys think of the Wonder Woman trailer? This was my favorite trailer of the whole thing. Um, I was really, uh, and that, that's the thing, like Chris, Chris Pine's character of Steve Trevor, I was really hesitant on why he was being brought into this. And now I can see why. Um, they showed some of their interactions, and I get that. I get why they need a love story and a relationship with her. And, uh, yeah, the action was fucking awesome. She looked amazing. The fight scenes looked fucking cool as hell. And I love that they're, you know, it's a period piece as well. Uh, can we talk about how dope that fucking lasso looked? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It looked great. That was great. Whew. The shield. I love the shield scenes where she's just deflecting the bowl, just standing there. And then when like they cut down to the slow mo when she was taking out that room full of soldiers, that was awesome too. Where she's sliding on the fucking shield. She's just an incredible fucking fighter, and they showed that. And they and again, the, I love the love interest. I'm I'm excited about that for once. I love that long shot they did where you saw her jumping from a really like a long yeah. hand out shot. That was probably my favorite shot of the whole trailer. Great scenes, really look good. Sean, yeah. what did you think? Hey, hey, Frank, I want to have a question. Do you still have a thing for – do you still do not like Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman? No. Uh, actually, uh, the, with the theatrical cut, that was one of the only things that I really did like out of that was her performance and that fucking music. Uh, no, I, she took away any doubts that I had. I think she's wonderful. I think she's great. We heard that music again at the end of this. I know, and I, every fucking time I get goosebumps. I thought of Brian playing the fucking air guitar when it came up. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Well, this was a Tupperware for me. What did you guys think? Oh, yeah, Tupperware. I, Tupperware. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say uh, it was a Tupperware. It's fucking amazing. Like oh, yeah, I, I got, like I, I got so anxious. I called Steve, and we like we we giddy like little girls. <laughs> we were like, ah, this is amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a hero. So oh shit, I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, is that a sandwich? <laughs> I get confused. I'm so sorry. Man. I apologize. I apologize, guys. Fucking it. I give it a Tupperware though. A hero <laughs> is a fucking sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Queen Hippolyta gives her permission to uh, come to the world of men, and uh, I cannot wait to see this uh, this woman kicking men's uh, man, uh, man's ass. Yes, cannot wait to see it. Can't wait to see it done properly. Fuck that Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Did to you see, did you see that one part where one of the Amazons was jumping in the air and she did a fucking turnaround? Uh, yeah. The- oh. Uh, yeah. That, that was fucking yeah. awesome, dude. Cool fight choreography. Yeah. yeah that fucking that slow-mo awesome. shot of her going over the fucking barricade Running with the, uh, arrows and shit and yeah. they're trying to put, turn their guns in. Awesome. That That's scene with the invisible jet. <laughs> oh yeah, the invisible jet looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, I couldn't even see it. <laughs> Great CG on the invisible jet. Yeah. Uh, Blended perfectly into the scenery. Yeah, it was actually, Jake, it was in every scene. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> she was always in it actually. <laughs> 
Who's directing this again? Uh, Patty Jenkins. Uh, she was the director for Monster, the Charlize Theron movie. Mm, really yeah. impressed with. I mean, that's not movie. Not a movie known for its action sequences. I mean, she's got a great choreographer well, here. Patty Jenkins was originally supposed to direct a Thor movie. Oh. Uh, she was supposed to direct the Thor: The Dark World, and then uh, she left over uh, what they call creative differences. Mm. Um, and then they lost Patty Jenkins. So now she's doing this. I, I, I loved it. I loved it. Um, as much as Jake, as much as you fucking hate on Zack Snyder, he was the first one to introduce the character, and I think he did so in a great way. I agree. I, I championed that moment in Batman v Superman myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did a great job there. I mean, you I know. wonder if Patty Jenkins was involved in that at all. I wonder. Was she there? How involved was she? Or was this like a close set? Like, you know what I mean? I, I wonder how Warner Brothers did this. Like, how was she involved at all with anything that was going on in Batman v Superman? Or did like, or did like Warner Brothers give Zack Snyder like 100% control to set the tone of the character and Patty Jenkins just ran with it from there? Yeah. Was, was she, was she already signed on when they were doing Batman v Superman or was that after Batman v Superman? I think she was already signed on. Okay. She, I mean, she, Gal Gadot was announced as Wonder Woman before we even started filming that fucker. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I think a little went a long way in Batman v Superman with Wonder Woman. Like, they didn't fucking, like, cram it down our throat for, like, they gave us just the perfect amount of it, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it does feel like the same Wonder Woman as we saw in Batman v oh, Superman. Oh, yeah. Agreed. So I, I loved Chris Pine's reaction when she said she was the daughter of Zeus. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was That's funny. Neat. I honestly think that if she was, like, less hot, he would have been like, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? But you know what? Gal Gadot is hot Ooh. as fuck. And so he's like, all right, okay, cool. She's beautiful, yeah. <laughs> all right. God, Chris Pine as Green Lantern would have been awesome. I honestly think that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I think that's great casting, too. Yeah. It's yeah. a shame. I like that. Steve story. Trevor as a comic book character is kind of like, who gives yeah. a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> but it makes sense to me now. Now that I saw this trailer and him interacting with it, makes sense. And it would make sense why you would bring somebody like Chris Pine to, to, to do that role. You're not going to bring a nobody to be her relationship. Yeah, because in many ways she is a nobody, so you definitely want some power yeah. to be next to her. I think that they were kind of approaching this the way that they approached Thor, mm-hmm. and they're like going to surround her with great actors, because yeah. before, you know, I mean, honestly, like, when Thor first came out, like, who the fuck knew who Chris Hemsworth was? Agreed. Yeah. It was like, okay, no, we're going to get uh, we're going to get Anthony Hopkins in this movie. Yeah, Natalie uh, Portman. Natalie Portman. Uh, we're going to get some big names in here to support and kind of like help help this guy out. Now now Hemsworth is a big name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gal Gadot, um, not a lot of comedy from her in this trailer, but there was some comedy from her in the Justice League trailer, <laughs> which I like. We'll talk about that. Well, there was some comedy, but she was more or less like the straight man in it at the end of the trailer where she's talking to that gal and she says she's a secretary. She's like, what's a secretary? And she, the, the gal drops the bit about how, oh, well, I just do whatever he tells me to do when he tells me to do it. She's like, where I come from, they call that a slave. She's like, oh, I like her. Mm. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what about her wearing, uh, what about her wearing like the, the gown and she's got the huge, like the sword? <sighs> so oh, badass. Yeah, that was awesome. That's cool. Uh, that scene made me want to see how that plays out. Can't wait to see that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're hoping so the sword well cuts the dress off, aren't you? <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with being a pervert, Frank. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Believe it or not, it has nothing to do with being a pervert. I wouldn't know about that. That was super badass, yeah. I just want to see the action. I want to see what ensues after that. I don't want to see some weird perverted scene. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> cutting off her own dress. Yeah, cutting off her own dress. I, I don't know. Where are you going with this? Wow. She's hot. <laughs> I, 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 I get it. Like, if I want to see hot women, I can probably Google hot women, hot naked women. I can just type We did that earlier. Hot naked women. Yeah, nerd we porn. did. It was yeah, nerd just porn. Google nerd porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to listen to part one of uh, episode 148 to understand that. Shit's fucked up. Uh, what, I didn't, what I didn't get in this trailer was like really like uh, the villains that I thought we were promised. I thought Sean Bean was promised as mm. one of the villains. Mm. I didn't get him. So I I'm not upset. I'm a little confused though. Is Sean Bean still in this movie? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll get that when we finally get a theatrical Wonder yeah. Woman trailer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you so. know he's gonna die, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Good good point. Good point. <laughs> no, no doubt. All right, let's talk about we love we. I think we all Tupperware the Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah I got a Tupperware party because yeah, Tupperware party because it wasn't a Marvel movie <laughs> or a Marvel oh, Netflix yeah. thing. God damn it! That's got it. That's I should have just high tasted it on principle. <laughs> I don't just I, to I, cock block that I don't, shit. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't get it. I don't get it, Jay. I don't get it. It's like Marvel never gets a Tupperware. Yeah, well, I don't. It's like, <laughs> Avengers did. It's like uh, gave that a Tupperware. Yeah, but we weren't podcasting yeah, we podcast during that. Avengers. I gave fucking Civil War high taste it. What do you That's want from that? Tupperware. It's Civil War a high taste it, Jay. Come on, man. It's a high taste it. I think I did hear that, and I think I was blown away by that. Come on, man. <laughs> Ant Man and Spike. Come on, Jay. Like I, I got love for you, homie. But come on. <laughs> That's fine, man. You can disagree. <laughs> I mean, as uh, Ant Man did not do anything to like blow me away, but it was still a taste it, and it's still a taste it now. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Let's talk about the Big Daddy. Let's talk about Justice League trailer. Let's break it down. We hear Bruce Wayne saying to all these people uh, in this room, um, "I don't know. These people look. They they look. Uh, they, safe to say poor. I guess. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Little, little mangy. Mangy. He says there's a stranger that comes here from the sea. He comes here in the winter when people are hungry. He brings fish. And then uh, a guy comes out." And it's the it's the Gordon's fisherman. <laughs> and next thing you know, I I fucking turned off the trailer. I went to Walmart and I brought some I bought some fish sticks. <laughs> Oddly you enough, like fish sticks and some tartar sauce, and I just fucking chowed down. Except so they made I, the Gordon fisherman's costume so shiny. Yeah, what was up with that? Yeah, I gotta uh. give it a high taste. <laughs> no, but like he's talking about, he says he brings fish. He comes from the king tide that was last night. We then see Arthur Curry, Aquaman, turn around and look at Bruce and say, talk. Bruce Wayne's dialogue, uh, he, he's still talking to Aquaman. We hear his dialogue. He's still talking to Aquaman. But they start showing us other clips. He says, I believe an enemy is coming from far away. I'm looking for warriors. This stranger, others like him. I'm building an alliance to defend us. It's very important that I see this man. During that dialogue, we get shots of what looks like an what looks like ancient men wearing armor, and it looks like they're burying something. I looked at it. These look like men. They don't look like Atlanteans. Mm. It looks like men. I'm guessing it's men. I don't think it's anything, anybody from Themyscira. I don't think it's Wonder Woman related. I think these are ancient men, and they're burying a mother box. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. It looks like, yep. My question is, why are they burying this mother box? If this is the same mother box, and if this is the if this is the mother box of men, it looks different. It looks more ancient than the mother box of men that we see later on hmm. in Batman v Superman that uh, Miles Dyson uses uh, in Batman. V. I call him Miles. I don't know his name, but fucking cyborg, cyborg's dad, right? Cyborg's daddy. His, he Skynet used, creator. Skynet. He uses a mother box in Batman v Superman. That mother box could be this mother box. It just looks different. Yeah, yeah, hmm. true. Why the fuck are they burying the mother box? I don't know. Why would you bury it? Don't you? I, I, I get the feeling that these mother boxes. What I'm hearing about these mother boxes is that men view these mother boxes. Men, Atlanteans, them, uh, the 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 Amazonians, when they get these mother boxes, mm-hmm. they look at these things like this is like these 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 have like godlike powers, mm. like like Lord of the Rings, like when like when they're given like the nine rings. Nine mother boxes were created, <laughs> right? So these three mother boxes are given out to the men, to the Amazonians, and then and then to uh, the Atlanteans. I know three were given to the Amazonians. Right. <laughs> so they were uh, they were given this technology, and like when they get the technology, when they get the mother boxes, they look at these things as like godlike magic, like right. godlike power. But on the flip side, whoever gave it to them, Dark Side, mm-hmm. you know, Steppenwolf, when they gave it to the, it's technology to them. It's like a Bluetooth headset to them. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really nothing to them. Right. right. These mother boxes. It, they're not that powerful. They, they're given to them mm-hmm. for one reason or another. But to us in possession, when we get it, possession, it's like, 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 how are we using them? How how are the humans using these mother boxes, and why the fuck did we decide to fucking bury it? Right, bury the technology. Something must have gone horribly wrong. Something went wrong. Yeah, can't destroy it. I guess right. I don't know. We get shots of Wonder Woman holding her shield. Aquaman then drinking some whiskey, and he throws the bottle on the ground. We get Ezra Miller as Barry Allen. We get Ray Fisher. As uh, wearing his football Letterman jacket, clearly before he turns into cyborg. So there's a flashback. Uh, there's a shot of Bruce Wayne breaking into somewhere that's chained up. I'm guessing uh, that it's uh, a secret room, the secret room where Barry stores his computers in the Flash suit. Mm-hmm. Seems that way. Um, right. I didn't, I couldn't see. I was like, is it a chest? Did they? Did they? Is it a chest? Did did they bury the mother box in a chest? Did they lock it up? But I think it's just Barry's room. I agree. Uh, which is where the trailer takes us next. Uh, it, we talked about this in our DC set visit episode. Bruce Wayne is sitting down uh, in Barry's secret apartment. Barry flicks on the lights. Bruce Wayne says, "Barry Allen, Bruce Wayne." A surprised, sad, uh, a surprised and sarcastic Ezra Miller uh, as Barry Allen says. You said that as if it explains why there's a total stranger sitting in the dark in my second favorite chair. <laughs> it then shifts uh, to a scene of Wonder Woman and Bruce sitting near computers, and Wonder Woman says, he said he'll fight with us. He's referring to Aquaman. Uh, oh, Wonder Woman says, he said he'll fight with us, question mark, referring to Aquaman. Bruce says, more or less, Diane asks, more more or more less? Then we see Aquaman lift Bruce Wayne off his feet and slam him against a wall. Bruce looks at Wonder Woman and says, probably more or less. <laughs> Wonder Woman just bluntly says, he said no. 
and he agrees. It's a great scene. I think it's funny. Yeah, I funny. really yep. enjoyed that. Um, have you guys seen – I was going to bring this up earlier, but I wanted to bring it up now with the comedy of Gal Gadot and her timing. Have you guys seen the trailer for the new movie? It's called Keeping Up with the Joneses. Yeah, yeah. I did see it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, with Gal Gadot uh, and John Hamm. They play like a couple. And it also stars Zach Galifianakis. Yes. And the crazy chick from Wedding Singers. I don't know her name. I don't know her name either. Yeah, the redhead. Yeah, the crazy redhead. And Gal Gadot uh, looks great in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looks really funny. Yeah. John Hamm's great. And, like, I don't know. I was more impressed with her than I was, like, Zach Galifianakis. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the guys that did Superbad did that, didn't they? Yeah, I think I think, I think so. you're right. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, yeah. it looked funny. It, looks it really, really good. Yeah, it does look good. Hey, Sean, have you seen that trailer? I have not seen that trailer. But, you know what? I like Gal Gadot in the Fast and Furious series. So, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I think she's good. She's She's good enough. You know what I mean? So I, 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 she was great as Wonder Woman. So you know, I'm cool with it. Yeah, she's not. She's not good enough. She is Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! All I need to hear is that fucking electric guitar (laughs) anthem of hers, and my fucking my dick gets hard. (laughs) Like at the end of the at the end of the Wonder Woman trailer when they started playing that shit. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Brian's like smacking the nut button. Oh my god! Oh my god! I see. I had to flick my dick for an hour. For that shit to go down, Sean. <laughs> I had to flick it violently. <laughs> man, I don't know. You and a little, man. <laughs> no, it looked like... No, seriously. It looked like Wolverine got a hold of that thing. <laughs> I had to flick it violently. There, I, there are scabs forming oh at this God. moment. Um, dude, it was fucking amazing. Fucking amazing music, and I love her, so she's great. But uh, we then see Barry uh, back with Bruce, and he says, Hey, man... I don't, uh, Barry says, hey man, I don't know who you are, but whoever you're looking for, Bruce then throws a battering straight at Barry. We talked about this in our DC set. Business. Yeah, this it, came right out of there. It plays, yeah, it plays exactly like we talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see time slow down as Barry moves out of the way and, and, and watches it as, and he sees that it's a bat symbol and he knows now in this moment, you can see it on his face, mm-hmm. he knows at this moment that it's Batman. Um, I love the time the, the time slowing down effect. Yeah. How we get to see time slowing down for Barry. The electrical. Like, it's almost like you're in the speed force with Barry. You get to see this. You get to see time slow down. I don't know what fucking Bruce is seeing. Right. I'm seeing what Barry's seeing. And I love it. Yeah, I think that was it, super cool. It looks fucking amazing. You know what was weird to me, though, was that um, Barry acted like he had no clue who Bruce Wayne was in any context. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he first said Bruce Wayne, like, who are you? But I, I don't... You made it sound so much more impactful on the set visit description yeah. of him realizing that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Right. But in the actualization of seeing this, it was more of the shock that he was meeting Batman. Batman yeah. And it really didn't... He had no, no clue who Bruce Wayne was. And I would have thought someone as, like, socially integrated as this character seems to be as technology integrated yeah. that you, he would at least know who the fuck Bruce Wayne was. You think that right. Bruce Wayne would be kind of be like uh like our Mark Cuban. You yeah, know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. Like he's got buildings, like yeah. it seems like he's a famous guy. Like yeah. it's weird that he right. calls him a total stranger. That was that was just odd to me. Well I know if I came home and I don't care who the fuck it is, just sitting there and I didn't know nobody was home and be like, okay, great. Why are you here? Yeah, but he's like it's yeah, Bruce but he Wayne. calls him a total if it was a Fucking famous celebrity. If it's oh yeah, okay. if it's Tom Cruise sitting in your living room, I see what you're he's saying. He's a stranger to you, but yeah, you know he, he's Tom Cruise because he does also, call him out as that. I get you. Also, and the fact that he's the fucking Flash, and you don't know who fucking Batman is. That's what I'm problem. saying. 
<laughs> it's like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wayne yeah. Technologies, like, he knows. Come on. Yeah, if you're a meta, I don't know. Maybe there's something to it that we just don't know because we're only yeah. seeing one little scene. Yeah. We'll I didn't hate it. It was just confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take that, Jay. <laughs> 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 It's fine. Jake's going to high taste that scene. (laughs) Barry then grabs the batarang. We see the time slow down with the speed force. Barry grabs the batarang, and Bruce says, so you're fast. Barry says, that seems like an oversimplification. Bruce, I'm putting together a team, people with special abilities. See, I believe enemies are coming. Barry, stop right there. I'm in. (laughs) Bruce, you are just like that? Yeah, I need friends. Yeah, his delivery was great for that line. Barry holds up the battering and says, can I keep this? Then, okay, Frank. <laughs> Sorry, I just don't want to forget because I know I'll forget. Uh, right when he said that, he's like, you you are? Did you guys see a smile on Bruce's face? I think he's having a hard time recruiting the other fuckers, and Barry's probably the first one to sign up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he's I, shocked. Yeah, Aquaman threw him into a fucking wall. <laughs> and I think, I th- I'm guessing that Wonder Woman tries to recruit Cyborg. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He says no, and the only reason Cyborg joins the team is because his father is then kidnapped right, by the Parademons. Because it sounds like, from what we heard in the set visits, is that the Parademons have kidnapped eight other scientists, and they're using these scientists for God knows what. I guess right. we'll find out when we watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And the ninth scientist is uh, Cyborg's father. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're definitely having a hard time recruiting. Um, then we get a really cool, we get really cool shots of all the members of the league as we know them in this upcoming movie. Everybody except Superman, of course. Batman doing, uh, somewhat of a superhero landing in one shot. We get Wonder Woman, uh, clanging her bracelets together. That looked dope as fuck. We got Cyborg looking totally badass in his full costume. Flash moving fast with a whirlwind of electricity following him in full costume. We, and then we get a stupid shot of Aquaman just looking pissed <laughs> off. I mean, all the, I mean, all the other shots were dope. Like, all the other shots were fucking cool. And then just right. Aquaman looking mean. I thought it would have been fucking cool to see, like, waves crashing up behind him, him holding his trident. But no, they just get a shot of him looking pissed. <laughs> we then see that, we then see the Justice League in what I think is like that underground scene that we were talking about, that the underground tunnels that, oh yeah, that, that, that we talked about in the, uh, set visits. Uh, it's Cyborg, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Flash. And Cyborg turns to Batman. He says, I didn't think you were real. Batman, I'm real when it's useful. Yeah. We get the Justice League title card. And honestly, watching this trailer, when I first saw the Justice League title card, when they first released it, I was like, ah, big deal. looks like shit. When they showed it in this trailer, I about had a fucking uh, heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> it looked fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It did uh, look cool all blown up and big and full screen. It yeah. did. Bruce Wayne looked at ba- look, looking at ba- Aquaman, and uh, they end it with a joke. They say, "Arthur Curry, I can hear you can talk to fish." <laughs> and uh, that is where the trailer ended. I'm going to go around the table, get your thoughts about the trailer. Except for Jay, it's a Tupperware. Jay, no, <laughs> Jay, Jay, go ahead and Tupperware, it and we'll move on. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's a low taste. Shut the fuck up. It's a low taste. For real? Yeah. Are you serious, man? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. It has jokes. He hates it. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I like the jokes. The jokes worked. Um, what I did not like and what totally was cringeworthy to me was Ben Affleck's uh, delivery and his talking over through the whole thing. I did what? not like his lines except when he said, 
you know, when, when he was in full Batman gear and he said, I only, you know, when it works for me or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I liked it. Every other time he said something, I'm like, ooh, uh, that does not work for me. Mm. I liked Flash. Flash was my favorite part. I liked the scene. I did like the scene where he throws the battering and yeah. Flash is like, oh shit, this is Batman. Yeah. I did like that part. But his, his lines in that did not work for me. His delivery did not work for me. It did not feel good. Uh, everybody else I thought was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I think Flash looked good. I think Cyborg looked good. I think Aquaman looked good. I'm excited to see more of Aquaman, definitely. Um, he's kind of the one I didn't really know too much about going in. Right. I'm definitely pleased with Flash. I'm pleased with Cyborg so far. But yeah, I, I was, I, I wanted to love this, of course, but it did not, did not do it for me because of his lines. So uh, that's just the trailer and the way they put it together. It didn't yeah. work. Sean, what did you think, dude? Oh my god, I'm giving this Tupperware all day, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy. You know, you know, my problem is though, there's one member missing from this goddamn team. It's either Green Lantern or Martian Manhunter. I need one more guy. Mm. I can't do this just with just you know. If they add Superman on, that's it. Because it's supposed to be United Seven. So who's the seventh member? Is it Green Lantern or is it uh is it Martian Manhunter? It's it, it's not Martian Manhunter. It's Green god Lantern. Damn. I mean, we've already heard, uh, you know, heroic Hollywood coming out with the rumors that not, not only are we going to get one Green Lantern, but we're going to get multiple Green Lanterns and we're going to get a Green Lantern core movie. Uh, it may not be until the second. I mean, there's rumors that, that, that we're going to see the Green Lantern core introduced at the end of this film, but it may not be until the second Justice League movie where they introduce that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they're wanting to really distance themselves from the Ryan Reynolds film. I was going to say the same thing. That movie is know, still kryptonite to them. Yeah. But you know, why, you know, I don't understand why, because it is what it is, and they have moved forward from this point on, so now you can just go into it and just bring in another Green Lantern, you know, uh, uh, figure. We don't, we, I mean, we, everybody knows fucking Ryan Reynolds is goddamn Deadpool now, so right. it's like, all right, well, they can wash your hands with that. I agree right? with Sean. They could they could go ahead and bring it back out. Yeah, like I, I feel like because the, they have the whole team picture, but they, they're missing one player. Like, come on, man, just give just add him in there, drop him in, and, and figure it out. But as many times as they've rebooted Spider Man, audiences would be able to fucking forget the past. None of those movies were gigantic mega flops like Green Lantern, though. Oh, I understand I agree that. With Brian here, you, you got to get as far away from this stink as possible before you bring it back into people's eyes. Yeah, let's wait for the reception of like what people think about you know the Justice League movie before we start to bring in Green Lantern. And I think like if you bring in Green Lantern now. Um, I, I, I think like the threat that they are encountering right now is coming to Earth. I think when you want to introduce Green Lantern, I think you want to go cosmic. Yeah. And well, what, I about, think, what about Martian Manhunter? How would you feel about that if if it was possible? They're doing a Martian Manhunter in the in the Supergirl series right now. I don't think that that has any effect on this. But on the flip side, I don't think they're going to bring Martian Manhunter into the uh, into the films yet. Yeah. I think it, it it's going to definitely be Green Green Lantern. I I, I think the, one of the biggest problems I have with the Green Lantern movie is it would go from Earth. To outer space, back to Earth, and it jumped all over. Yeah, I want to see if Green. I think Green Lantern's cosmic, man. I, I, I think you need to. I think you need to be out there, dude. Yeah. I think you need to be out there. I think you need to be cosmic. I, I, I thought it was. They were bouncing back and forth, and it feels like in this first Justice League movie that the threat is Earth based. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not the the threat is brought to Earth. Let me say that it's not Earth based. It's whatever threat. It's from the outside, but it's brought to Earth. 
And I feel like when we get our first introduction to Green Lantern, I think it should be a cosmic introduction. Right. Okay. I agree with that. I think it should not be like, here's the origin of Hal Jordan. It's like, no, my name's Hal Jordan. I've been Green Lantern. Or, my, you know what I mean? Or like John Stewart. I've been Green Lantern. I've been protecting you up here. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that, that's just my opinion. And I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, I give it a Tupperware anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Tupperware. <laughs> Tupperware. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna echo you, Sean. I, I loved this fucking trailer. Uh, or it's not not even a trailer. It's just like footage that they kind of pieced together. Um, I, I thought it was great. I loved it. I, I, I loved everything about it. I, I wasn't bothered by Ben Affleck's lines in this. I thought it was fun. I, I it was part of like it was part of the. I thought it was fun. I thought it was fun recruitment. Yeah. I, I loved it. I loved his. I, I don't think I, I loved his interaction with Gal Gadot. Oh my god, I, she stole that scene for me though. Yeah. Like but she's they're like definitely, they're definitely going to have a bond. Yeah, she, she they're sitting there together and they're trying to recruit and she's like, oh, so he said no, and he's like, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, she killed it. Yeah, that was she funny. fucking killed it. That was funny. She's so good, and uh, I thought Cyborg looked great. I think that it's a shame that we didn't get to see more Cyborg. Hmm. I think they kind of like they're like, okay, let's inject some youth into this trailer, and they chose the Ezra Miller scene because it's already been filmed. I don't know how much they filmed. I mean, they're only like 60, 70 days into a 130-day production right now. Yeah. So I don't know how much Cyborg they filmed. But what I loved from it, I loved Ezra Miller. And I think everybody out there, if you watch this trailer, you don't have to have Grant Gustin as, as, as The Flash all the time. No. Leave him to the show. The show's great. Let, let, let the show, let the show exist on its own. Yeah, be great on its own. Yeah. Let the show stand on its own. Because if they fuck this movie up, I don't want Grant Gustin to be a part of a movie that's a piece of shit. <laughs> right, right. Just, just keep doing some awesome shit that you're doing over there at the CW, dude, because yeah. I love that fucking show. Yeah. But I think Ezra Miller's bringing something different to the character, and I loved what he brought. I loved everything he brought. I Tupperware the fuck out of this all day. I loved this fucking trailer. I thought it was How'd so you feel good. about, real quick, how'd you feel about the suit? The Flash suit? Yeah, it's red. It pops. <laughs> I like it. I want to. I want to rate this thing. I, I'm going to give it a high taste. It. Okay. I am absolutely pumped for the tone that they're seeming to go with this movie, and I cannot fucking believe that somehow they got me excited for a Zack Snyder Justice League movie. Um, what's keeping me from the high taste it to the Tupperware is I actually detested the Flash's costume. Huh. Just uh, the, the costume is going to knock down your whole rating of it's, the trailer? It's a costume. It's going to be on all the posters. It's a trailer that didn't show much action right. at hey, the end Hey, when we get day. done with this, we'll talk about the integrity of Iron Man's suits. That's fine. <laughs> is that a problem you had? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you remember that email, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just didn't like it. I thought this is the one time I thought that the show actually had the advantage of the movie where the show got to do the classic classic costume. I like the red that pops. I'm not a huge fan of the crimson, the 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 the, the crimson color that they're using in the show. I, I like this the the red that pops. Yeah, it just it was too busy for me. Will it be his final suit even though? No, yeah. it's not going to be his final suit. It was so I mean every DC Batman every time you do one of these movies, 
movies you have well, in your suit. We've already talked about in the set visits that yeah. they believe that there were two suits. We see the homemade suit that Barry made, and then the second suit they saw in the concept art actually said Wayne Tech on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's probably not the final suit that we're looking at. Right. But I thought between the Flash kind of costume being kind of ugh to me, I, Cyborg was kind of ugh the fucking James me. Gunn over here and, um, fucking giving it a fucking high taste because you don't like the suit. Yeah. Christ. The Flash, the Cyborg. And I thought, like, to make this a Tupperware for me, it needed just a little dash of action in this trailer. I thought it was a little bit all talking heads with no action. Hmm. Hmm. That's so. true. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of action. <laughs> Besides <laughs> the battering. And that, that part was fantastic. Yeah. I love the tone of this movie. I, I cannot believe. I, I don't even think Zack Snyder really directed it. I think <laughs> I think it's Invasion of the Body Snatcher type shit. <laughs> And this is a whole new production team. And well, he it, took a lot of shit for Batman v Superman, so you know he's got to change it up a little bit, or whatever he did. He changed gotta, it up a lot of it, though. Mm-hmm. He's got to fix his mistake. So if you know, I mean, that's what you know. He, as a director, you got to do that. Well, I applaud him not having the ego to where he's just going to barrel forward with the same garbage again. I'm going to go ahead and Tupperware it. I thought it was great. I thought it was fucking wonderful. It, it this is an ensemble film. And they touched on a little bit of everybody. I thought it was really cool. I, I thought the interactions were awesome, especially with Ezra Miller and Gal Gadot. I, man, I'm fucking eating ass from two years ago. She's amazing. She is I amazing. I want a t-shirt that says better than Ezra Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just throw that out there? <laughs> Somebody will make that. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad that they didn't resort to having to fucking throw action in your face on this. I thought it was really cool. It was a very well-balanced look they at everything. They didn't have to give us anything. I mean, they're only like maybe, 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 I don't know, maybe 60 days in in production. Like, they, I, I mean, they didn't have to give us anything. True. Yeah. But they released I, they, they, it to they, the public, so... They, 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 they honestly didn't even call this a trailer. Yeah. They didn't even call it a trailer. The websites were calling it a trailer. I think it was just released footage. Right. And okay. they threw the they threw the logo in there. Websites were calling it a trailer. I don't even think that this was supposed to be a trailer. Mm-hmm. I just think this was kind of like, okay, like, yeah, we fucked up. Here's our set visits. And, and, well, we're having Comic-Con. Let's show you. Let's show you the new path we're going down. And uh, I don't know, Jay. I'm blown away that you fucking low tasted this. It, Are you doing it for shock value? No, no. It was it was just just him. And it ben was, Affleck. Yeah, I mean, he's you know, of course, Batman's my fave. Yeah. And I did not. That was not my Bruce Wayne. I'm sorry. I loved this Bruce Wayne. I liked it a lot more than fucking uh, Bruce Wayne in the last movie, sleeping with rando chicks and waking up drinking alcohol. But you know what? Fuck <laughs> that shit. Fuck. <laughs> fuck rando fucking whore banging Bruce Wayne drinking whiskey all night waking up the rando chicks right. fuck that shit but you know what it wasn't the lines he was given it was the delivery the the delivery just did not seem right to me and I've watched it like three or four times trying to be like okay why do I not like this delivery it's not the lines themselves I think it's funny I think I, I, I like the fun moments I do but it's his delivery of them I did not like he doesn't have I, the charisma of Marvel's Robert Downey Jr. I'll he, give you he, that he doesn't he doesn't and uh, I don't know if that's what I was expecting from well, I him think the char- I think the char- I don't think I don't think I, I don't I, Batman recruiting people mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever have to been in this position before in his life right mm-hmm. right like like he's never like he's a billionaire yeah like going around recruiting people he's not really a people person 
And I, I don't, th- I don't want him to be Robert Downey Jr. I don't want him to be like snarky and like show up at Aunt May's place. I love that for that character, but I yeah. don't want to see like fucking. I don't. I don't mean mimic the character. I just mean it as a performance. Like he doesn't just command the screen very much. The the Ben the Ben Affleck. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I I had no problems with it. I thought it was fun. I'm sure if I see more, I'll probably change my mind. But for now, and the way it was edited, I just I don't did you know. have problems with him in BVS? I can't remember. Yeah, I was gonna ask the same question too. No, I didn't. I didn't. I thought he was great in that. Yeah, kind of taken aback by this. A I bit. thought he was yeah. horrible as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I I liked him in that. I just his- yeah, because he was brooding. He was brooding. Everybody, the brooding Batman. God forbid that we show Bruce Wayne having a little bit of fun. It's not the fun, though. Wonder Woman. It's not the fun. It's the delivery. It's we the way. Have a, no, everybody's got to have a gritty and brooding Batman. <laughs> it's just the way uh, he says the lines. That's uh, all. It's not about brooding. I killed my mom and dad. So I killed my mom and dad. I'm a badass. No, I don't know. That's just I'm just being. I'm a dick. just saying. Yeah, I mean, for me, it, <laughs> I'm just being a dick for the sake of being a dick at this point. Oh. For me to not like Bruce Wayne is a big deal, and yeah. that that is a big deal. I mean, I just I can't wrap my head around it. The lines are just not. I don't like it. I don't like it. Because he wasn't brooding. It's Darkness. Dark. Dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Lego Batman that you fucking hate. I fucking hate that movie. Lego Batman's a pile of shit. Oh man, can we talk about Lego Batman? Are we done with Justice League? Uh, we're done with Justice League. Oh, Lego Batman, Tupperware, all fucking day. We heard Michael Sarah is his Robin performance already. Oh, wow. Uh, that looked really fucking amazing. <laughs> Can't wait. Did you see this, Sean? <laughs> I did see it. I, I don't like Lego. I didn't like the Lego movie. Oh, oh my God. You guys yeah, are heartless. Dude, it was so fucking Jay, important. do you like any of this shit? I haven't watched Fuck, dude. How in the fuck is me and Jake the only ones that like this? We're beating a dead horse. I didn't want to talk about Lego movie. I just want to talk about Lego Batman. Well, I like Lego stuff, period, though. It's just juvenile. (laughs) Uh, Super pumped, though. Michael Sarah and uh, looks really funny as Robin. Lots of great little jokes there. So, love it. Tupperware all day. Yeah, I'm down with that. Actually, my favorite trailer of San Diego (laughs) (laughs) Comic-Con. It's a tie for me uh, between Wonder Woman and Justice League. I thought they were great. Yeah, definitely Wonder Woman. Uh, that and King Arthur was just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wonder- King Arthur, I forgot. I was so far removed from it, I forgot to even put it in the running. Yeah, I can't wait for um, the Lego Arthur movie. <laughs> Still directed by Guy Ritchie. Oh, <laughs> I won't watch that. <laughs> All right, guys, we are done. That is San Diego Comic-Con for this year. Boom. That's it. Hey, Sean, thank you yes. so much for joining us, dude. Tell our listeners how they can uh, check out more of your work and what you're into. Uh, man, um, uh, you can uh, catch me on my Instagram at Cree Inc. Studios. Um, I'm always posting uh, art pictures of the stuff that I do, um, a toy collecting of Star Wars and Batman stuff. And uh, you can always catch me every week on the League of Geeks uh, podcast. Geeks with a Z. Geeks with a Z. Yeah, um, where things yeah. get heroed. <laughs> yeah, where we hero all the time. <laughs> oh, my, That's what I hear. Ain't that the fucking truth. <laughs> What's so funny though is like like once once the dust settles, like like you'll hero something, and then like two three weeks later you guys like reconvene. 
You're like, fuck. And you're like, what did we do? (laughs) No, it's like, it's like, it's like that fucking crazy night in Vegas where everybody just keeps taking shots and shit. And you're doing all this, you know what I mean? And like all of a sudden, like you got the beer goggles on. And then, like, the one ugly girl at the club, she's good enough to go home with. <laughs> you know what it is, man? It's like, you know, look, man, we, we, we haven't gotten these movies. You know, we, we, we're now new to these great, good movies and, you know, hero movies and superhero movies is that I think that I enjoy them so much that sometimes I do get caught up in it. And it, it, I try to enjoy them more than be, being a critic. Sometimes I just try to go and be like, oh, man, I can't wait to see this. But, you know, I, I bring myself to it. As sometimes I'm like, well, you know, I kind of got to fall back because it really wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I'm just enjoying these movies for what they're worth. And, Brian, look, you got me you got me getting a goddamn movie pass going to the movie <laughs> yeah. theaters every other goddamn week. So it's it's like. I'm paying my money and I'm, I'm just trying to enjoy them for what it's worth. Like the, the people who do these movies work hard as shit. And I think I just, I just enjoy it a lot more than. Yeah, but I don't walk out of a movie and be like, you know what? I'm going to like this one because I think the guy that held the boom mic in yeah. scene 17, <laughs> I really thought he did a great that fucking gaffer, job. That gaffer, he must have worked hard. I'm yeah. not going to deny him that. Right, it's, exactly. It, it, it's a tough, it's, it's a tough. Craft movie. Services during this movie <laughs> did a great job. I'm giving it a Tupperware. Yeah, from what I hear, no one was poisoned on set. <laughs> yeah, and all the animals went unharmed. It's like giving an award to a fluffer for a porno it's i don't know man it's just i enjoy the shit man at the end of the day we're fans sean i hear what you're saying it's it's, sometimes it's hard to be a critic and and a fan at the same time sean when i look at movies i look at movies i i rate them according to like i understand like i went and saw this movie but would my audience would i want them to spend their hard-earned money to go see this movie and when I give something a taste it and I still give negatives, it doesn't mean that I didn't hate the movie and I don't think you should go see it. But if I fucking toss something, it's garbage in my opinion. It's right. garbage. No, but I, I respect your opinion, dude. I just thought it was funny, like, it was funny, like, listen to you guys talk about, uh, what was it? Um, was it Spider-Man? Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oof. And this is, hold on, this is early on in your podcasting. And right. you guys heroed the Fuck out of that thing! No, I did not hear. I did not hear of that. A little hero of the shit. Steve gave it. I, I think I gave it the lowest of low, maybe in our in our rating. And I think a little definitely gave it here because he loves Spider Man to like the end of time. I'm going. So I'm, it didn't matter. What. I am going to go back, and the next time I have you on, I am going to play your. Um, I'm going to play your hero of that movie. <laughs> I fucking hated. I hated Dane DeHaan. I think upon. I th- I think you heroed it, dude. I think you, you know, did. I, you know, I did hero, and I, I take that back. I hero. <laughs> the first uh, turtle the tv the turtle movie and i really loved it like i was like oh man give us a fucking hero going back and watching that shit again i was like "Ooh, this is not good <laughs> <laughs> watching the second one oh man it, it, the turtles were great it was a hero it was the hero characters yeah. of the movie that i mean the human characters of the movie that just did a horrible job yeah we did i mean me i still stand by i give it a taste it still i still stand by the first i turtle taste the turtle movie and i, st- I stand by it too. i stand by yeah. it. i uh but I, me and jake we did it too uh amazing spider-man 2 came out and i uh-huh. tasted it and then jake tasted it uh-huh. and 
like I go back and I toss it, and like, same thing with Star Trek Into Darkness. Yeah, I, I, we both tasted it, and now we, we we toss it. It happens all the time. It's like one of those things. It's like you leave the theater sometimes, and you, you and you you have like you just have like this new movie high, mm-hmm. and you're yeah. like. And then as, as, as like, like a couple weeks and like you hear more opinions and you think back and like the dust settles, you're just like, oh my gosh, that movie was pretty forgettable. And actually it's actually kind of sucked. So <laughs> it goes both ways for me sometimes yeah. too. Yeah. Like I high tasted Winter Soldier when we did the podcast yeah. and then saw it again a couple weeks later and was like, Jesus Christ, this movie's fucking great. Right. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Why did I not Tupperware this shit? Right. Yeah. It happens, I guess, you know, but look, man, look, I, you guys, Again, I love you guys, man. I really appreciate you guys for having me on. Um, I look, I still enjoy the show, you know. And uh, Frank, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Sometimes, you, sometimes you're on, sometimes you're off, buddy. I don't know. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I get those. All I enjoy. Time. <laughs> I enjoy your take on the movies, and 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 Brian, you know, you do a fucking hell of a job as a showrunner, man. Killing it, Jake and Jay. You guys, it's I, funny you say that. I've got... been thinking about going to off mic producing. <laughs> When you guys, when all, when all you guys are, are not together, it kind of, it, it's kind of dabber because it's nice to listen to all you guys in the same room. You know what I mean? So, you know, definitely when you guys miss a show, one of you guys, it's, it's a little different. So mm-hmm. I love to hear all you guys together. So I'm glad that I actually got a chance to see all you guys or talk to all you guys in the same room. So. What I want to see, what I want to hear is the podcast when you guys are all at C2E2 together. I want to see, I want to hear. You guys in the same room. The Wait, Lincoln no, Gates. you're you're coming, yo. Oh, first I'm, of all, one, all three of y'all are gonna be there. I'm coming. I'm definitely. I'll be there. Kind of form of fashion, we're gonna do this kind of you know really big. So. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, yeah. I see. I've met a little you twice. Too, I've met a little twice. I'm planning on going. I've met a little twice. I have not met you in person. I haven't met Steve in person. So that'll be exciting, dude. I'm a six foot two black dude. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can laugh at that. It's I'm a five ten white dude, <laughs> skinny as hell. What are we just giving our stats? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a four four seven white dude, six foot two fifty. Hunger Games stats. <laughs> All right, Sean. I'm the thanks. first to die. Sean, thanks again for joining us, guys. Remember to check out the League of Geeks podcast. Uh, check out Sean at Create Inc. That's your Instagram. Yes, at Create Inc. Studios. At Create Inc. Studios. All right, that is it. San Diego Comic-Con 2016. Frank didn't fucking get fucked up. Nope. That's good. All right. All right, we'll see you next week. Just like all good leftovers say in their doggy bags, thank you for listening. Thank you for your patronage. All that shit. Yada, yada, yada. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Ready like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids it, it, It's a trap Good it, toss it, good it, taste it Do we love it? Hey, let's mix it, can't erase it
Embrace it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, push over pop culture. Leftover and with the uncool kids. What's to say's already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft and we're the shaft of crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushover, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, pushovers, pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids, what's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this pop culture leftovers.